What's up, everyone? Welcome to The WAN Show. We've got a great show lined up for you guys today. Of course, one of the big topics is it's the end of an era. This is officially my last day as the CEO of Linus Media Group, which is both um, a little hard to process and a uh, and and really exciting. So I can talk a little bit about that. Maybe we'll do some Q&A since I... <clears throat> Still haven't done that flow plane exclusive Q and A. Uh, sorry, sorry. I will do it. Maybe in other you, news. Maybe you shouldn't do Q and A because of that. YouTube is now offering you a stellar deal: three free videos if you've got ad blocker enabled. And after that, you're blocked. You're done. We're going to be talking about this as well. What else we got, Luke? Uh, I should have been more prepared for this as per usual. We launched a new channel. You've been sitting there for an hour and a half waiting for me. You I didn't have, think of which two topics you wanted to talk about. No, I this didn't. Guy. Uh, even if I do, though, you take them. So uh, Game Linked, new channel launched. Uh, actually great. Already exploded. Going to get a silver play button already. Going well. The first video is number six on trending. It's awesome. I'm excited. You should be too. Moving on. We have other things. Uh, I'm going to pick this one. I have no idea what it's about. Hashtag Milkgate. Uh, wow, that's a What's really that? small topic. Is it? But sure, I guess we'll make sure to address it. Oh, okay. I see what it is now. I'm actually extremely not interested in that. So I'm going to move forward. Uh... <laughs> oh, here we go. I love it. An AI topic. Game publisher fires staff, hires AI editor. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Dan. Dan. I was also not prepared. <laughs> So this is it tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow because tomorrow is Canada Day, statutory holiday. Do you have a hat too, Luke? Uh, yeah. Jessica, our WAN show writer, provided us with like Canada trucker hats to wear during the show. I'm not sure if mine is going to last the whole show, but it's very styling. I, I am liking the sparkle. Uh, so tomorrow is a statutory holiday, but the day after that, our new CEO, Mr. Taryn Tong, will be starting. It's not really, you know, a jarring, okay, this day is the last day and, and, and everything's going to change. It's not really going to be like that. I mean, there's going to be a transition period. He's not even going to be in office full time, like five days a week until probably sometime next year, just because of some immigration challenges and that sort of thing. But this is, this is it. And I've, I've had a lot of time to think about, um, you know, what's going to change. But, you know, realistically, what I would like to do is kind of open it up to you guys for a little bit of Q&A, not merch message Q&A. We'll get to merch messages later. Of course, if you want to ask questions, you can do it with a merch message, lttstore.com in the checkout. You just fill out the little merch message box. And then when you complete your order, it'll go to our producer, Dan, who I can't show you because I don't have a stream deck in front of me. But hey, there he is. <laughs> what's up, producer Dan? Uh, and he will go through and curate some for me and Luke to talk about later. Um, man, the number of people that have asked me about it today, I have to confess that this week has been so busy and I have been feeling so crummy. Um, I think I'm just kind of jet lagged and wasn't sleeping enough for my trip to New York that I actually didn't realize until multiple people asked me how I was feeling today. And I was like, 
pretty good. Like I'm tired. Yeah, like, what do you, you know, mean? people don't ask me how I'm feeling today. Generally speaking, I think they care. You know, I pay them to care or whatever. Right. Haha. <laughs> Slash S, guys, I'm kidding. Um, but more than one person sort of went out of their way. And then finally, it was Mark, our editor, Mark, who actually said, how are you feeling? It's your last day as CEO today. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, there's definitely a few things that have changed already. And I'd say the biggest one is that when I don't want to deal with something, I'm just CCing Taryn and going, when he starts, he can deal with this. Have you encountered any of that, Luke? Uh, no, but I have encountered running into problems and just not even contacting you in the first place and just talking to him directly. Cause that's what you told me to do. Um, okay. Then the system works. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Has know. Has it been and helpful? Honest, um, honestly, honestly, I want like, you know, we're, we're doing this live Luke. We're doing this I have, live. I have he appreciated get a chance to defend himself. Yeah. 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 I have appreciated the conversations. Uh, I think we're actually quite aligned on a lot of stuff. Um, I've, I've brought up some, some concerns and some ideas and he's listening to the ideas. I don't know that he's taking them. He doesn't have to take them, whatever. Um, and, but he, he seems, you know, invested in making things better, which is cool. He seems to care and he's listening to stuff. Uh, but part of the problem has been that he, I mean, he's not full-time yet. Right. So like yeah. he can't, he can't really action a lot of these items yet. So I'm excited for him to be here full time all the time instead of like every time I call him, he's like in an airport or something. So it'll be nice that he like actually has time to dedicate to this. So like we'll see. Uh, but at least from from my point of view, the process is already working. There's been stuff where I've been like, this needs work. And either I would bring it to you in the past or sometimes just not even bother because I know you don't have the time to deal with it anyways. Um but now there is like someone who that is their whole job is to deal with some of these things. So it's like, cool. Yeah. Uh, Kefuddled and Constantine 607 in float plane chat here have, have both asked kind of similar questions. How relieved are you that you can focus more on what you find fun? How much extra time do you feel that you'll get? Um, and I got to say, I actually don't know right now <laughs> because I'm still making a lot of decisions. I have extra side projects that are, an additional drain on my time right now, for example, okay, I was late for quite late for work one day this week because I was, this is pretty exciting. I was doing a walkthrough of the shell building for the badminton center. They're getting ready to hand over keys in uh, about two weeks. And we, we walked through the whole thing to kind of look for any deficiencies and any of that kind of stuff. It's not a CEO duty, that's for sure, but it definitely took time that I wasn't able to spend making videos. So I think that part of the challenge over the next little bit is going to be if, you know, figuring out ways to, to use the little bits of time that I'm freeing up from CEO stuff to train the new CEO to kind of make decisions, if not exactly like I would, um, make decisions that I would agree with ultimately Respect, at some point. Whatever. Since, yeah. Yeah, ex exactly, exactly. And I, I, I don't think that's going to be a big problem. And then the other thing is figuring out how to smooth our production processes. I've seen so much feedback from the community about this transition that honestly is sort of confused. Oh, yeah. And when I say confused, I mean that people are confused. The day after we made the announcement, 
um, actually, I don't know if it was the day after or a couple days after, but we, we uploaded a video building a $100,000 computer to play Minecraft, right? And the number of comments on that video talking about how great it was to have, you know, Linus with his energy back and, you know, uh, just focusing on what's exciting to him. Guys, there were a bunch of delays, okay, from the various parties that were involved in that video. It was shot literally two to three months prior to when we uploaded it. We actually hadn't even got a signed job offer from Darren yet. So there's a lot of people kind of seeing what they want to see. Yeah. And in the same way, as we've gotten close to the deadline, I've actually seen a lot of people talking about how they're noticing like a difference in me. Like maybe I'm nervous about it or something. I'm like, guys, not only are you operating with a significant tape delay between when I film a video and when you guys are seeing it, but you're operating with a super inconsistent tape delay. So if we go through the last handful of videos on the channel, here, I'm just going to put a quick filter in here for views, let's say greater than a million. Our studio was a huge waste of money. That was probably only about a three to four day turnaround. That one was really fast because Riley really wanted to get this channel launched. And so we, we pushed, we made it happen. Uh, the RTX 4060 review, that was like a three day turnaround. But then we get into something like the, okay, the $800 solid copper cooler. That was probably two or three weeks. Uh, only you can fix GPU pricing. Here's how. That was about two weeks. Um, so it's all over. The, oh, the framework factory. Man, that was, so we shot that at Computex. That was two weeks as well. And so it's, it's just all over the place. And you can't read too much into it based on the upload date is all I can really say. Um, Zero Point asks, as CEO, does Taryn have higher fire capacity over employees of LMG? Meaning he could technically fire Linus while Linus is the owner. Um, okay, so that's a bit complicated because while Taryn is my boss and I do report into him, as the sh primary shareholders, Yvonne and I are also his bosses and can also fire him. So if he tried to fire me, um, I would need to hear a really strong argument for, well, I think for why. I, I could be wrong about this, but I think I think on paper he could absolutely fire you, but then you could just fire him and then hire yourself back. Yeah, I could appoint so like, myself as CEO. Yeah, so like... <laughs> Which I really don't want to do. No, but it just it would uh, be meaningless, right? Like it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. John Nee asks, can you elaborate a little bit more on why Taryn and not someone else at LMG? The honest truth, and I know LMG people are going to watch this, so I better have a really good HR-friendly answer. Honest truth is Okay, it's jerk. not going to be that great, and it's not going to be that HR-friendly, but it is going to be honest. The honest truth is that LMG is a super, super young company. Internally, I'm old, and I'm going to be 37 this year. Like, I am one of the oldest people on staff, definitely top, like, 5 to 7%. So think about that, right? Who internally actually has the real-world experience being out there, seeing how things are done, and who would be able to come in and approach this task with a balance of, you know, doing things a way that, you know, Yvonne and I are going to feel is right and fair and just and bringing new ideas to the table. And there's just, 
you know, there's not a lot of people that that I would trust to take on that job. And if if not him, I was probably just going to keep doing it myself. Because the truth is, it's not like I'm terrible at it. I've set the strategic vision for this company for a, 10 and a half years, right? Like I'm, I clearly don't totally suck. I do think there's some issues in regards to, there's this topic that comes up in business basic, which is like uh, the, the like CEO that gets you to 2 million and the CEO that gets you to 20 million and the CEO that gets you to 200 million, all this kind of stuff. Like they're, they're very different people. They're very different approaches, all that type of stuff. I do think we have some of those problems. And like, regardless of who's steering the ship, I'm excited about Taryn coming in because I think he might be able to bring better approaches. I think a lot of our stuff is stuck in the like earning 2 million range, which doesn't work at our company size anymore. Um, so I think, I think there's things that like his experience at some of these big companies, Corsair, Dell, et cetera, um, is going to be very helpful for a bunch of people who have been working within our own bubble for a decade. Um, but I don't also don't think vision experience from these from outside sources. I also don't think that it's going to be just all money grubbing. Just make more money, make well, more no, money, make but more you money. You have to to a certain degree, or else you can't keep the lights on and pay people. So like the, yes. there, there's there's like the 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 give and take, right? Yeah. Like I had people internally asking me about that as well. Like, hey, you know, when Taryn comes in, is the first thing he's going to do going to be to you know turn off the snack spigot? No. You know, is he yeah, is he gonna is he gonna get rid of summer of fun? No. Is he gonna is he gonna cut back on on perks and benefits <laughs> and stuff like that? And I'm sitting here going, if anything, my expectation is that Taryn is running this as an employee for the employees, right? Yvonne and I are the ones who, if we save a dollar, take it home at the end of the year, not Taryn. So if anything, if we give him the mission of be a human, um grow the company, but do it right. Be kind, be fair, be, a, be, a, be not a monster. I mean, that's one of the things that Yvonne and I say a lot. Um, you know, people will ask us about something that's not technically policy or whatever else. And, you know, we'll just sit here and go, well, we're not, we're not monsters. You know, like if someone doesn't have any, any time off left or, or whatever, but something happens that's not technically bereavement leave, legally speaking, but is really awful, you know, we're, we try to be real people, right? So my expectation is that he will continue to to continue to run the company that way. And he will actually have less of, of a conflict of interest when it comes to making financial decisions because he will not be personally enriched by saving a nickel for the company. Miguel um, de Jure says, uh, this is from Float Plane Chat. Uh, don't forget, Linus is an actor. Don't kid yourself that you understand exactly what he's feeling by the image you see on the screen. I would say the closest that you guys get to real talk is the land show, which is I think why you guys are here. Um, but yeah, obviously like I'm not, I'm not lying to you. I have integrity, but I am playing a character to a degree in our videos. Like when I, when I do something, you know, grossly negligent with a water cooling loop, I know better <laughs> having some fun. <laughs> just chill you know it's okay and uh and the funny thing is like luke i actually uh, don't know anymore hmm. am am i an okay actor or am i not because the community is all over the place on this one i have a hard time with this because i think i've known you for too long um <coughs> so like oh, I'll, I'll watch some video and i'll be able to like see in your eyes that you like don't care about the thing 
But all the comments are like, well, it's so awesome that Linus is so into this thing. And I was like, mm. is he though? I don't know. Part of that uh, though is you get to talk to me off camera. Yeah. And so you can extrapolate. Like, well, he that didn't too. care about the other six things that are like this thing. So this is probably not right. Yeah. But the funny thing is, but I, I, mean, I get more. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say, if I think about yeah. it more, that might be an argument for you being a good actor. Because the comments were convinced. So like, yeah, I don't I know. I get more comments about what a bad actor I am when I am not acting. <laughs> Honestly. And I think part of it is that the average YouTube viewer simply cannot tell the difference between acting and not acting. Mm -hmm. Like what, what was that? What was that awful apology video this week with the ukulele? <laughs> Even videos like that will typically have like a greater than 50% like-dislike ratio. We can't see it anymore, but like the um, the Suicide Forest video had a greater than 50% like-dislike ratio. Yeah. Over Colleen, half Colleen of Ballinger. people were like, this is a good apology, right? Like, So I'm looking at it going, I, <laughs> I think people just can't tell, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Grimoire asks, Linus, what about when you drop stuff? Are you acting then? Okay. I am a bit of a Butterfingers. Yeah? I Is that 100% make... of the what's going on? I make problems worse for myself when I am in a hurry or I am inattentive. And when I am hosting a video, I promise you that most of my attention is somewhere else. I'm thinking about what I'm saying now. I'm thinking about what to say next. I'm also thinking about where's my camera operator? Uh, what, full, what, what Zoom do they have on the camera right now? So how is the shot framed? Where is any co-host that's with me? Are they talking? Are they talking when they're not in the frame? Um, is this something where I have a chance to stop? And am I gonna remember exactly the intonation so that I can stop the shoot, have the camera turn, get that? Or are they like in a weird spot where they're like halfway out of frame? I have a lot on my mind when I'm hosting a video. Mm -hmm. And so that makes the problem worse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Is that like, the whole answer? The thing is, even when you're reading a script, right? There's a lot to think about. You don't just, there's a really good exclusive on Floatplane. You guys should go find it because I didn't really realize what I was doing at the time. But the feedback on this video was so good. Um, that I think based on the community's response, I think it's worth watching. But when Ryan Shrout and Tap, Tom Peterson from Intel's graphics division were here, I did a little coaching clinic on how to host. And this is even with Ryan Shrout, who's hosted a lot. And people were like, oh, you know, that's really good. That's actually really helpful. So the point I'm trying to make is there's a lot on my mind. And it's not always easy for you guys to tell um, you know, what's, what's going, what's going on. And sometimes I, I feel like people, I feel like people see what they want to see. So in our 4060 video, you see how I'm completely not giving you a chance to get in here and I'm uh -huh. deflecting to a different subject. Uh -huh. I was thinking about that the whole time <laughs> I was talking. So in our 4060 video, <laughs> the reason that my read of the A-roll was so crap was that it was never intended to be used. Our brilliant plan for that video was that I would review the script while I was on vacation in New York, and then I would just record word for word 
with the intonation and the pacing exactly like it would be, but just on any piece of crap camera and microphone, I would send that clip back to the editor who could then integrate all the graphs and visuals and all that stuff. And then I was supposed to land back in the studio Tuesday afternoon, which would give us time to reshoot it. And then because it would be basically exactly the same, plonk that onto the timeline, export, and nobody's working too late that evening because it was a Wednesday morning embargo. Unfortunately, my flight was delayed by a lot, by six hours and then another hour, hour and a half on the tarmac. And then, oh, this one killed me because I was going to be on time for badminton. And then they slowed down in the air. They slowed down from 1,500 miles an hour to seven or kilometers an hour to 750 kilometers an hour. And the uh, time to arrival went up by like 40 minutes. Oh. You and and then and then the baggage uh, dispenser got jammed and anyway I, I made it but I only made it for like the last half it was it was pretty annoying, um, so that footage was never meant to be seen but then I've got people extrapolating like all this stuff from it like that I couldn't be bothered or that I don't even care anymore and I'm just reading whatever script people put in front of me like here example, um, oh. But that is completely the wrong folder. Oh, that's the right folder. Pending. NVIDIA RTX 4060 review. So just to give you guys some idea, like how much I change things. Um, here we go. I think V3 is the one that I got. Anyway, Luke, do you want to talk about what you wanted to talk about? Because I know you're not going to drop it. Uh, no, I can. I mean, you filibustered long enough. We can just move on if you want. No, it's uh, fine. I, I think sometimes there's... You won't necessarily intentionally drop something, but you'll put yourself in a situation where it's very likely. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I, I think sometimes, like if you... Th the, the one that always kind of gets me is on the stage at LTX 2017 when you dropped mm. the, like, the laptop. It's like, yeah, except... You weren't opening it on a table. It okay. was kind of like you were like literally. It's like yeah, I didn't purposely go base jumping. I just hung myself ninety percent <laughs> over the cliff, and then it just happened. I don't know so, why. So I Luke, feel like that's kind of a thing. I think we should suggest this to Jessica as a segment for Wan Show. Luke guesses. If the drops were real or, <laughs> yeah, or kind be sweet. of I'm guided, totally down. because I got to be honest with you, that was not intentional. Oh, I have a hard time with that. I have a hard I time. I wanted with that. to show. So I'm on the stage, right? And we didn't have cameras. There was no camera for me to. 2017 for me to was jank. I didn't have an overhead. <laughs> what? 2017 was jank. LTX 2017 was. Uh... It was what it was. We did what we could. Yeah. I Anyway, I, so I didn't have any cameras. So in order to show people, I wanted to tilt it forward, and I didn't realize <coughs> just how curved the packaging was. So my intention, if you, if you actually watch really carefully, I intend to let it fall. But I intended to let it fall out of the top into my hand 
You kind of get what I mean? Just the when level of risk in this bottom. situation, man. Like, when I, it slid I out can, the bottom, I wasn't ready for it. I can accept you saying that you didn't intend for it to, like, hit the ground. But... Like you it didn't still hit the ground. It didn't hit the ground. I caught it. Whatever it hit, or what, however it worked, or I don't know. Well, it's been a long time. Well, I, I caught it. I caught it. I just, I feel like you put yourself in these situations because of the views. And even if it's not, even if it's not on camera, because you're saying this wasn't on camera, the reaction from the crowd was big. Like I, I feel like I feel like it's a it's an entertainer oh, it did, mentality. It no, I I lied. It fell. It hit the ground. Okay. I'm watching it right now. I don't so, remember. So okay. Matter. I, I've I've got it up. I've got it up. So what I intended, I have my right hand there and I'm about to, yeah, no, no, no. I had it tilted more vertical and it didn't come out. And then I actually adjusted it back so that I could go back to, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when it fell. I remember watching this and the yeah. second I saw you tilt the box up, I was like, that laptop's gone. <laughs> Immediately. And I was like, why is he dropping it? And then I saw you do your thing and then it flew out and I was like, Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. So just to give you guys some idea of exactly what it is that I that I do here, um, our intro went from 188 words to when I was done with it, 145. So I trimmed literally a quarter of the fat from it. Um, it's not that I just, you know, review the script and then read it. Um, the rest of the video went from, oh boy, here we go, went from 1862 to 1431. Again, very aggressive cutting, and this is my superpower. I did that without losing any valuable information. Um, so don't... Yeah, which people are asking, so, like, which video, like, what's, I feel like we're missing. This is the context. RTX 4060. Okay. Yeah. So just want to, like, give you guys, give you guys an idea um, of how this actually works. Um, and my writing team is great. We have a world-class team here at LMG. I, I'm taking absolutely nothing away from them. But guys, you got to understand. They're involved in one, maybe two videos a week at most, whereas I'm touching 10 plus most of the time. Um, so I just, I just see it a lot more and the meta changes so fast. That's something that I think that is going to be really good when Taryn comes, coming back around to our actual topic of conversation where he can focus on the business stuff and I can really focus on this uh, on this creative stuff because there's there's to stuff too like you want to be able to focus on creative stuff more and i would also say that like i'm, I'm, not, I'm not i ain't saying you did a that that bad of a job my dude but you didn't necessarily have a ton of time to do some of the ceo-y type of things right so like no, having someone who can sometimes. really dive into that type of stuff and actually has the time to do it is going to be nice because there's, there's even some things that like wasn't that important so maybe someone didn't bother you with it. But like if there was someone who it was their whole job, it's like, yeah, it could be cool if that was like worked on or whatever else. So I don't know. I think it'll be very good. I think you and Yvonne are like hyper over leveraged um, and reducing how hyper over leveraged you are is probably going to be just like good for everyone. So yeah, I think it's good. 
Uh, a couple more questions from people. Uh, New York Islanders asks, is anyone unable to immediately upgrade to the Plus subscription on Floatplane? I want to get some LTX merch and get the digital pass. So um, if you could just message support, and if yeah. there's anyone else that's having the same problem, we can get you sorted out. That shouldn't be and a MB problem. Trom so, yeah. And Trombone asks, is there anyone you don't have to cut down at all on the scripts? Um, realistically, the most experienced writers are the ones that are, that are the lowest touch. Um, it just... It's different. Uh, I'd say a really good example of someone who came in day one as an experienced, good writer is uh, Nick Plouffe. Okay, so he came in with a ton of writing experience under his belt. And I would sit down and look, I'm, I'm calling him out because he's actually grown extremely fast. Like I am not by any means down on the guy right now. Um, he's done great, but he came in and I would sit there and I'd go, sir, you wrote two intros. That's a very written media thing to do is you have like your teaser thing and then you have some more BS so that people have to scroll below the fold and they can load more ads. It's just a habit. It's not anything he did wrong. It's just kind of the format of written media. Yeah. And then I would take entire paragraphs and I would just cut them. I'd be like, okay, did this change the content? And he'd read it and he'd be like, Nope. <laughs> or I would take descriptions, um, you know, uh, really jargony, um, you know, how many megahertz and whatever else. And I'd say, what if I just said, here's the specs and we had a slide and he's like, yep, that would be all the same information. And those habits take a long time to break. Writing for YouTube is just not the same as writing for anything else. And I think that, you know, we've seen that time and time again, when traditional celebs, try to succeed on the platform. There's been a handful that have like really taken off, you know, looking at someone like a Jack Black, for example, who is just beloved, uh, you know, whether he's game streaming or in a movie or you know, whatever, right? Um, but the vast majority, eh, not necessarily, not necessarily. All right, what do you want to talk about next, Mr. Luke? Uh, should I pick a topic? I've been answering merch messages. I can grab a topic if we want to switch it. Uh, do we want to do the yeah, YouTube There's probably one? a lot of merch messages today, hey? There, there's a couple, so I was just trying to get it head, headed off early, you know? Uh, YouTube. Uh, did, we talk ab did we talk about the uh, the big merch drops yet? Should we just do that now? Because they're kind of big. Can you screen share? We might and, as well. Oh, can you show them? I don't have them. I don't have them. Have what? I, I don't have the, them? the I don't... PCMR merch. Give me. Give me. Hello. Is this it? We just have this? Because I know there's more stuff than this. Ah, you have to go to the website. Okay. LTT store. My laptop. There we go. PCMR collection. May your frame rates be high and your temperatures low. We have, as you can see here, a sweater, a mouse mat, a t-shirt, and a water bottle. Because of course. We have to have all of those things. That's how the store works. Um, they are, unsurprisingly, our favorites right now. The hoodie, I Same think this is a... Merch. Is this a unique pattern? So this isn't like the color block, is it? Nope. Oh, yeah, unique pattern, PCMR stuff. Is nope, this in this collaboration? Like, do we have to work with PCMR to do this? Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So it's the same great shirts. Um, actually, the hoodie is new. I don't believe we have a, a, a zip up like that. Uh, the water bottle is the same great water bottle you guys know and love, now in PCMR. Uh, that's cool. The saying on the back. 
<laughs> That's pretty sweet. I like that. And the mouse pad, just a super clean black and yellow mouse pad, PCMR branding in the top left. Oh, and there's a so pin. Rep it. An enamel pin, if people are into that. I missed that one, which is why I said, oh. There's your so mouse we're pad. doing this as a drop. So if you guys place an order, um, your whole order will ship once all the PCMR items are in. Um, all of them say backordered. That is not actually true, but we are going under promise over deliver here. Truthfully, I don't remember which ones are here already and which ones are coming in a little bit. So if you just order it, you will get it by the time we say you will get it. But some of them may actually ship a little bit earlier. Uh, I like this back view of the sweater. I don't actually know why. That's oh, awesome. You can't see it very easily on the stream. Can I? No, I got it. There you go. Let's go, Luke. Yeah. I like the like yellow bar at the bottom that lines up with your arms. I think that actually looks really cool. I don't know. I like stuff like that. But yeah. The collab is with the subreddit. PCMR collection. Very cool. And I believe... I'm going to have to go to ltxexpo.com, but I believe Pedro from PCMR is actually going to be at LTX. That would make sense. That would line up. Yes. Yep. Pedro's going to be there. Cool. Along with basically everyone and their dog. Should we just do I'm all so the excited. announcements right now? Sure. Uh, we might there, as well. are, there are other announcements. I'm trying to find it in the dock. I don't know why. Uh, here we go. Yeah, okay, so there's the new merch, uh, da, 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 PCMR collection, we mentioned all of that. Floatplane LTT supporter plus tier $10 subs can now order LTX exclusive merch. All orders, including these items, will ship out after LTX. Keep that in mind. That means you won't get them for a bit. Um, da, 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 da. Where do you order that stuff again? Um, I'm probably going to screw this up. But you have to link your... I haven't actually seen it work. So that's why I'm going to screw this up. But it should be on the actual store and you just link your account. I'm sure Conrad is screaming right now. Um, LTTstore.com. <laughs> Nick too. Oh, here it is. So it's a collection. That makes sense. Uh, so LTTstore.com slash collections slash LTX dash exclusive. Um, or yeah okay it's just a button at the top of the store so at the top of the store i'm gonna go to my laptop you can uh it's covered right now no ah. oh there there it is there it is right there you could you can see it for a second it's behind all the merch messages that are coming in <laughs> um but yeah there's home gear clothing all products ltx exclusive and then if you click on this you can see all the stuff i love the whale plush i think that's cute as heck I'm also really yeah, into the Sarah, stuff. Yeah, Sarah outdid herself. Oh, there's a whale keychain. That looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you can grab these things. You have to be on the, the $10 a month uh, or just the like supporter plus tier if you're a yearly subscriber. Uh, and then you you link your Floatplane account to the LTT store. It verifies that you're subscribed and all that fun stuff. And then you can order these things and they will ship after uh, after LTX. And then you'll have your cool stuff. I, I'm pretty into like this whole design, the like nebula kind of dark with the purples and reds and whatnot. I think it looks awesome. But I know, right? Anyways. Ah, the team did such a great job. If people like, ask, like, why do you have so many people working there? there Who do you do. think <laughs> makes this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't uh, come from air. 
speaking of how many people are working here, if you want a job, there are a ton of postings on the website, including Eldor. to come work with me. Uh, do you are you a front end developer and you want to work on Floatplane? Come apply. We're hiring two different people, two different front end developers for Floatplane. There are also tons of other positions. A writer, uh, which is engineering focused for Linus Media Group, a mechanical designer slash engineer for Creator Warehouse, a tax and financial analyst slash accountant for Linus Media Group, a social you media coordinator show for screen. Linus Media Group. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. We're it's hiring all over these. 10 positions right now. At this point, we hire so much that if you want a job here, I would just load this web page up every once in a while because it's like constantly changing. There's constantly people there. And people at the company are starting to like vie for position in regards to getting their job postings shouted out. Um, so yeah. yeah, please, please apply. Um, we need you. <laughs> um, what else we got in here? Under announcements. There's so many announcements. What's going on? Uh, Not a lot going on, Luke. I'm going to jump to Game Linked. Yeah. First video oh, on Game Linked. Should we do an actual news topic? Should we do a news topic? Okay, there is kind of a lot of announcements. Yeah, let's break off for a second. You want to talk about the YouTube All three right. free videos? Yeah, let's do it. YouTube is experimenting with a new policy that limits ad block users to three videos before preventing them from accessing further content. Some users received a pop-up informing them of the change and telling them to either subscribe to YouTube Premium or whitelist the site. Uh, we have wow. a screenshot so here. So here's the wording. It looks ad blockers violate YouTube's terms of service. For everyone who was arguing with me about that, <laughs> by the way, moment of silence because rip you um it looks like you may be using an ad blocker video playback is blocked unless youtube is allow listed or the ad blocker is disabled ads allow youtube to stay free for billions of users worldwide you can go ad free with youtube premium and creators can still get paid from your subscription and then there's two buttons allow youtube ads and try youtube premium this is going to generate some backlash okay oh, yeah. sorry, there was a little bit more here absolutely um wait was there no, I was just talking about the screenshot. YouTube says users will receive several notifications requesting they allow ads and in extreme cases disable Oh, playback. Oof, my dyslexia made that ad block instead of playback. And I was like, whoa, uh, I thought they were going to use Chrome to disable the ad block. But no, uh, they will disable playback on accounts that don't comply. In other news, Twitter now appears to be blocking users from viewing content unless they log in. No logged out viewing. Can't get past the block talked about this for a long time. Guys, the cold, hard, like honest truth, guys is that passive like image-based ads do not pay to keep servers online they do not pay for people to work on websites or channels or games or any of the services that you use that's not an opinion that's math yeah they don't they just don't so that's why we ended up with all of these obnoxious that's why we ended up with all these obnoxious moving ads and talking ads and that's why it's escalated and that's why suddenly there's a war against ad blockers because i don't know if you guys have noticed but uh interest rates have gone uh free money from vcs has gone and all of a sudden these services that didn't really care how profitable they were or at least 
cared only a little bit are looking at their books going, oh, the free ride's over. We can't just set our company valuation based on how many daily active users we have. That's not, that's not revenue. So you guys are seeing a change here. And I think, honestly, the backlash about this is in no small part, and boy, we're going for the hot takes today, but is in no small part due to entitlement from the viewer. We've gotten used to everything being free. That's what happened. Whether it ever should have been free, I mean, that's, that's a longer conversation, but the way that it is now, we've spent a long time with things being free, and now all of a sudden, the free lunch is gone. You know what was really interesting for me? I watched an old episode of The Simpsons the other night. Um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's not from the Golden Age. It's, um, it's kind of pre-Golden Age, late season two. It's called Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment, which is like very, very religious for modern TV, but something that, uh, yeah, you would see in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and Homer steals cable. He has a, he has a guy splice him in. And at the end of it, he like, you know, comes around to that theft is wrong, which is obviously the message that any, you know, television program is going to, to end with. The moral of the story is that stealing from a nameless, faceless corporation, you know, we'll make some jokes about it, but it's still stealing and, and Homer, you know, repents and, 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 and turns off his, his, um, his free access because, you know, Lisa is worried about eternal damnation or whatever. And I'm looking at it going like, this is the Simpsons. Also people would freak if they aired this today, people would flip. Look how mad people were about what I said yeah. ages ago. And there's a lot of them are still mad. it's like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. I never even went as far as the Simpsons. I never said, "Wow, you are breaking the eighth commandment," you know, which is like the rules to not go to hell. I, I did not go that far. I just said you need to be aware of what you're doing. Yeah. It affects creators. It affects their income, and you need to be aware of what you're doing. That's all I ever said. Never said don't do it. We've even shown you guys how to do it. And it's been really interesting seeing people attack me for that, the hypocrisy. They've shown people how to do it, and then they say not to do it, right? But you imagined the second part. That actually was something you imagined. You just have to know so, and accept. Yeah, I don't know. So this is... Oh, uh, too complicated. Man, this is... Back this in is my day, huge. pirates called themselves pirates. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they're doing this. Like, they could have... Tell me this, Luke. Could they have done this five years ago? They already had immense market share with Chrome. Like it, it, it would be as simple for them as saying, okay, look, uh, we're just gonna like break the functionality of ad blockers in, in Chrome and that I would actually, eliminate a lot of ad blocking. In fact, they've taken steps towards that. But. Yeah, I actually suspect uh, culture wise, this might've gone over better if they did it like five years ago because there was a bunch of other sites doing very similar things back then. There are still some sites doing that today, but not as many. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of interesting doing it now. There is really no real YouTube competitor. Um, 
there was some sites kind of thinking about it back then, but not super seriously. Uh, I know Twitch kind of tried a few years ago and then sort of gave up and uh, I had some internal conversations with some people I won't name at Twitch uh, who basically were like, yeah, I mean, they've kind of mastered VOD and for us to be able to catch up with them in VOD is going to take an extreme amount of time, an extreme amount of money, and it's honestly yeah. just not worth it because they're so ridiculously far ahead. Um, and that's that's just, that's yeah, that's just, that is a thing. <laughs> uh, and I don't really see anyone coming up against YouTube because to be able to come up against YouTube properly, you don't just need to make YouTube. You need to make one of the world's most effective ad platforms. Um, yeah, you have to, to do both at so the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to have to do it in house because anyone taking a cut on that is going to make it so much worse. So yeah, it's kind of rough. I honestly think a huge part of YouTube's problem is they suck no, at no. marketing premium. People in chat are like, oh, you said you wouldn't name it. Then you said Twitch. No, I don't oh, know the people, the person at Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shoot, what was I saying? Yeah, I, I think they do a really terrible job of marketing YouTube premium. The number of people, I actually was uh, tweeting at someone today who, <laughs> frankly, you know, rightly has a bone to pick with YouTube, right? Is YouTube perfect? Uh, no. But they, they basically said, um, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, I'm aware of YouTube premium but I'm sure the amount that creators are getting is not remotely what YouTube is pocketing. That is not true. Out of all of the major so social platforms, YouTube is by far, like by a country mile, the most equitable when it comes to sharing revenue with creators. It's not even close. Something, something. There's kick. a reason that major TikTokers, uh, ex-Viners, yeah. major Twitch streamers, there's a reason that YouTube doesn't have to give them $100 million signing bonuses like Kick is handing out in order to draw people over to YouTube. Um, they, I got to find some wood to knock on. They actually do, for the most part, try to do right by creators. They make a lot of mistakes. Absolutely. And they can be outright incompetent sometimes. But <clears throat> they give more YouTube premium revenue to creators than they do to themselves. That simple. I've always found this kind of interesting. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people that pay for sh uh, Spotify premium. Yeah. I know <laughs> you and me that pay for YouTube premium. I know no one else that pays for YouTube premium. But YouTube yeah. premium does fantastic things for your YouTube viewership. And it also gives and you YouTube music. YouTube music. Is YouTube music as good as Spotify? No. But people will point out the cost of YouTube premium as that being a really big negative. And of course it is, it's like $14 or something like that. It would be great to not have to spend $14 every month. That would be fantastic. But Spotify for an individual, uh, is 10 bucks. So it's, it's four more dollars and you get all the, the, the music is like, maybe it's not as feature rich it's as Spotify. It's two YouTube more premium dollars. is $12 a month Canadian. Oh, wow. So it's, it's two more dollars like that, man, for, for me, YouTube premium wins that every time. I don't know. I don't really get it. 
Because like, uh, yeah. okay, sure, Spotify is better or something. I've never really had it. I am not a fan of a few things in YouTube music. But if I look up a song, it's there. It'll work. And like, I don't, I don't want to pretend the product's perfect. Like I have a family plan, which is 23 Canadian a month, covers up to five people. But sharing it with my kids is totally broken. So oh. for example, when I want to allow my kids to sign into Sonos with their YouTube account, it can't because they have um, minor accounts, like, like kid accounts. And I'm sitting here going, hey, if this is a family product and there's like a, it, it, it comes up as some like G Suite permissions yeah, thing stupid. for me to change, except that you can't buy a family account with a G Suite account. You can only buy it with a personal account and a personal account can't change G Suite permissions. I reported this like four months ago and just never got a reply. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I guess my if my, my kids are to have proper access to YouTube music through our Sonos speaker system, they will just have to, uh, I'll have to flub their birth dates or something like that for a secondary account, at which point, oh, good. Now they've got access to full-fledged YouTube and everything in Chrome and I can't lock anything down. This is ridiculous, right? <laughs> um, yeah, man, if you want to, if you ever want to be frustrated, try to manage family accounts and family permissions from any of the oh, major like anything. Companies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like all of those products seem to be developed by people who do not have children, <laughs> have never used it. <laughs> and yeah, to be clear, I'm, I'm not dogging on people that have uh, Spotify. I just find it interesting that YouTube premium seems to have such low um conversion like i feel like so few Acceptance. people get it um but right. it but it it offers a lot if it, it feels like to me it offers a ton um and then Meanwhile, you look I'm at you're going who doesn't have spotify yeah exactly spotify has like insane buy-in like tons and tons and tons of people have spotify um and i understand it's like podcasts and music but then i feel like a lot of the uh, I, i've seen a bunch of I didn't feel like this before. I've seen a bunch of comments in Floatplane right now uh, that people are saying that they have Spotify because of the podcasts that are exclusively on Spotify. Um, so that's that's interesting. People are saying you're a YouTuber though. Um, yeah, but I don't really watch our own content too much. I'm mostly watching other people. And I don't watch other people because I do YouTube stuff. I just watch other people because YouTube is like one of the best places on the internet to get any amount of information. I don't know. Some people saying they pay for both. Yeah, I think that's not super common, but yeah. <laughs> that was tactful. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Malvane in Floatplane Chat says, as a tech dad, so much rage in managing my kids' permissions. Yeah, I didn't by default have permission to play multiplayer games with my kids even after I enabled their account accounts for online play. They're my kids. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be obvious. We should we should all take that for granted. Uh, you get all ads right, on podcasts ads. with Spotify Premium? Oh my god, I had no idea. Oof, I'm not into that. Uh, the main reason why I have YouTube Premium is because of no ads. Um, yeah, anyways. Yeah, let's move on. Um... Oh, this one's kind of fun. Do you want to do the Activision yeah. topic? Oh, sure. Anything that messes with cheaters. Oh, this is, is so good. Super a okay in my book. 
I see fake. I know you're sick, so I'm going to try to read most of the topics. Uh, I see fake people. Activision makes cheaters hallucinate. Call of Duty developers <laughs> have introduced a new anti-cheat for Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 that will introduce fake enemies called hallucinations <laughs> that only cheaters can see. This is similar to previous anti-cheat methods from last year in COD Vanguard that rendered all legitimate players invisible to cheaters. <laughs> the decoys can be used to punish and disorient cheaters, but also to detect and confirm cheating interesting that sounds Super like it's cool hmm. uh, the developers uh, the are also sorry not your good the developers are also retiring a different cheat mitigation called quicksand which froze or slowed in-game movement speed for cheaters because it unnecessarily impacted the game experience for normal players interesting yeah. these in-game roadblocks are sometimes used instead of booting in order to study cheaters and the technology they use to cheat yeah i know there's there's quite a few games that they only do waves of banning they don't just yeah. ban on detection because they need to yep. sit there and, and try to study the 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 cheat that's being used for a little while well if it's like it's, it's rats right you don't want to kill one rat then another rat then another rat then another rat you want to get the whole thing before they make more rats yeah, I think the rats analogy is very, very good here. Um, Valve banned over 40,000 players using third-party clients to cheat uh, after they accessed a honeypot stage in Dota 2. That was fantastic. That was a very good story. Uh, which was a secret area invisible to normal players. Valve then fixed the exploit um, they had been using. Until 2020, Fall Guys had a relatively forgiving cheater flagging system, which would send persistent cheaters to Cheater Island, where they could only match against other cheaters, resulting in games where every single player simultaneously warps to the end. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, <laughs> YouTuber ScriptKid created fake cheating software. Oh, this was... I love these videos. I actually love these videos. I've watched a bunch of them. YouTube, <laughs> YouTuber ScriptKid created fake cheating software for CSGO that punishes users in-game. Example, causing them to throw a grenade at their own feet and unbinding the movement keys. Uh, he'll also make it so that, like, the second you mouse over an enemy, it just throws all your guns on the ground. <laughs> like, other stuff. It's so funny. Uh, it's funny to watch them freak out when it happens and stuff, too. Um, but, yeah, very good. Oh, yeah, it mentions that right after that. Force them to throw their weapons on the ground. Uh, or over the edge of the map um so good what is the value in shaming cheaters in this matter it's just fun screw them yeah it's hilarious i mean like they're unfairly you know targeting legitimate players and yeah. so why shouldn't they be unfairly targeted in yeah. absolutely everything that they I think do it is fairly targeted though absolutely screw it if you I don't think it's unfair no, I mean, I, I'd hate for a legitimate player to get caught in the crossfire, right? Yeah. Like, that's obviously the part of the conversation we have to have here. But... I think I that's mean, pretty rare. And we're not exactly, like, death rowing them, right? Like, they're, you're just messing with their game. So I think the, the imp if this does happen to a legitimate player, the impact is relatively low. Um, here's a question for you, Luke. Mm. What would we do if we found someone cheating at Whale Land? Ooh. Do we actually pick up their computer, put it outside, tell them to leave? Do they have a one-year ban? Do they have a lifetime ban? Because hmm. that's not cool. No. The fact that you ever thought it was cool and ever thought it was okay to do even once tells me everything I need to know about your character. You know, we're trying to do an in-person event here. We're trying to have some fun. Like, do they ever get to come back? Because someone else will take their place. No offense, everyone. You know, love you all and all of that. But if we empty a seat at Whale Land, another butt will be in it in no time. 
I almost feel like it's a lifetime ban or the alternative is they have to make a public video that they put on their pre-existing social media accounts uh like saying that cheating is bad or whatever and then if they do that it becomes a one-year ban hmm. and they have they have to leave immediately no matter what you're out of that event you're gone yeah do they have to leave it up for a year yeah i think so yeah Yeah. Because like I, there's, uh... there's, there's, there's different levels to this, right? Like if, if I, I don't know. And I think it's unfair to determine for other people, but like if, if you're like 14 and you cheat in some video yeah. game like that, that doesn't, I don't know. Your moral compass isn't a hundred percent set up yet. You might just be kind of messing around. Like you, you don't really know, but like if, if I went to some LAN event and was trying to like cheat to kill people in Halo CE or something, yeah. like I should be lifetime banned. Like there's 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 the different is, layers. We don't even to have this. prizes. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. And even if we did, who cares? You know, we're trying to have fun. Yeah. And you're ruining the fun, so get out. I don't know, but I, I do like the idea of like there there could be a path to redemption, and then when you come back, like everyone's gonna know. <laughs> So like good luck cheating again. And if you cheat again, obviously it's it's lifetime forever, but yeah. I'm feeling a lot of people in float plane chat are are feeling a two year ban. Two -year I think ban. I'm feeling a two year ban. Well, okay. Do they yeah. know the context of the other potential whale lands? Have we talked um, about that? Maybe not. So the plan is that when the badminton center is up and running, one half of it. So there's seven courts down one side, seven courts down the other side, and there's a wall in between. So half of it, one side, we haven't decided on a cadence yet, but whether it's every six months, every, qu every quarter, every two months, um, we're going to be doing about 250 seat lands, um, kind of overnight, Saturday, Sunday kind of thing. And just, you know, putting together some, some for fun tournaments and ladders and, and kind of cool stuff like that. The idea is to make the events as kind of drag and drop as possible. So I told Chase, who's our events coordinator, the goal is three to four hours of rollout and roll back up and stuff into the corner. So nothing will leave the site. Uh, every switch, you don't unplug a cable. You just leave all the cables plugged in. They're all labeled for which seat at that table they, 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 they run to. Like everything's just land in a box you right? like coil them up and, and put them in a bag and like tape the bag to the switch or something i don't know whatever exactly but like it's exactly yeah, yeah. so it'll still be organized yeah. it's not like there's this cable mess but you just you don't no. have to unplug it because you're exactly. not shipping it anywhere or anything like that so the idea is that you would actually miss potentially somewhere between two to four five even six events if you were banned for a year so with that in mind i don't know maybe a year is okay and by a one-year ban to be clear, I, I didn't mean that you could come back to the next one. You know, like right. if you got banned at, at LTX 2023 for one year, I don't mean, okay, now you can come to 2024 because we, you know, we didn't have any events. Like you, you'd be able to come to 2025. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I don't see a lot of people like I, I could see a lot of people wanting to do that, but I, I feel like coming back would there would be so much shame involved if you could get over it I, I feel like people would be good sports about it but i yeah. feel like a, a number of people wouldn't be able to get over it and people are talking about like you know okay what if you're screen peeking it's all context dependent right 
Like if everyone is screen peeking and you're all memeing and it's not a serious game, obviously not. But if you are upsetting someone else, if you are degrading someone else's gaming experience, what the f are you doing here? Yeah. Just leave. Yeah, yeah. Immediately. There's just no question in my mind, right? Like it's it's not acceptable. There's there's a big difference between like horsing around with your friends. Um like if I'm like like bumping Linus's chair and like very obviously like looking at his screen and doing whatever and we're both having a good time about it, that's completely fine. If you and your friends are doing the same thing, that's completely fine. If you're running some script that makes you better at the game and just making it unfun for other people, that's not cool. And if you're like you playing in a tournament against someone else and you're unfairly using the position of your seat, like if they're if they're the next row in front of you and you're yeah. seated so you could see their screen if you like sat up more and we keep see you like doing this, uh, we yeah. probably won't like kick you out immediately, but we'll tell you to stop. Um, yeah, I think, you know, okay. that's, that's a really good point. I think the level of like insidiousness would have a big impact on how I oh, feel yeah. about it. Yeah. Like if someone came in with cheats loaded into the firmware of their mouse or whatever, that's like what that I was kind of talking stuff, about. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Because I can't trust them again. No. Whereas if they're like just goofing around and being an idiot and they do something stupid, we're not talking like premeditation, you know? It's, it's, it's like your second and first degree murder difference, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, at least, uh, you know, if, if they peek at a screen, you know, maybe it's a crime of passion. Yeah, you like it, I mean? was a, it was a moment of desperation. They're losing and they're like, oh, God, the invasive thought took over a little bit too much. Whatever. We can tell them to stop. If it's a tournament, people will be watching them anyways. We'll tell them to stop. If they don't stop, then we start getting actionable about it. Uh, if, yeah. if they do immediately stop, they'll go like, oh, yeah, sorry, that was stupid. It's like, okay, whatever. It's not I great. Just, I don't want to like, babysit whatever. people. You know? I don't want to tell people twice. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. Anyway. All right. We can move on to our next topic. Ooh, do you want to play Jessica's game? Merch messages and then game? Oh, sure. Three sure, Dan. I can't see Dan's stuff. So, Dan, you might need to message me on Teams with um, whatever you're he showing. Was, he me. was just talking to me through the headphones, and you, you, you can't hear that either. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we got to do three merch messages. If you want to leave a merch message, go to the store, uh, buy something. When you're in the cart page, there will be an option to uh, to leave a merch message for the show. We will receive said message and then either respond through like a text thingy here or by answering the verse merch message verbally, which we'll be doing now. Or potentially, if it's like a support-related question, we might send it off to the support team and then they'll respond to it sometime next week. Uh, it all depends on the question. So yeah, awesome. Um, yes, give us three. Sure. Uh, first one up here. Hey DLL, my GF loves the woman's merch. Any more on the roadmap? Yes. Also, we have oh, yeah. um, we have like a lounge set, so it's like super loose, like comfy shorts and a tank top. And we also have uh, one second. You know what? I actually have a very special guest who might know the answer to this question. It's technically work. So I, um, I don't know. Anyway, one second. <laughs> there's a, uh, there's, there's people there. I'm going to be that vague because he muted his mic. So I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it. <laughs> the people want to know what we have coming for women's merch. I already oh, got the lounge thing. You're really far from the mic, though, okay. so you're gonna. Um... Where's is this the mic? Yeah. 
Uh, there's. It's end address, so you're gonna. Oh wanna... my god. Uh, okay, we're working on leggings and like oh, comfort right. pants. The leggings are amazing. Like I, I want a hundred pairs of them. I'm so excited. Yeah, Yvonne was saying that the leggings are like just amazing. out of this world. Better than any of the like you know standard. You can just say Lululemon. <laughs> that was what they compared it to in the merch meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're That's also working claim. on like a pajama set, which is cool. Or it's more of like a comfort lounge set, but both Yvonne and I dig it. Like it's so awesome. Aside from that, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but lots of good things on the go. Okay. Wait, while oh. I'm here. Oh, uh oh. I heard that the dinosaur dust pad is selling the best out of all the LTX merch. Does that mean I get to make more dinosaur merch? Oh. <laughs> Answer the question. Wow, you're going to do me like that. On the though. spot. Answer, Answer the question. Everyone. I know the answer is yes. <laughs> I think I just got absolutely I think rolled. you got told. Yeah, I think you got told. I just got played. By the way, I'm going to be doing this at work more is, is one heck of a way to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not CEO something. anymore, so what am I going to say about it? Very true. Uh, you're, I you're, guess I better start having visions of dinosaurs. I was going to say, your, your future visions now include dinosaurs, by the way. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sick. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, it's craft night. And I would have had Yvonne come over, but she never wants to talk to you guys anyway when she drops by late. I think she gets she gets real shy about it. And Having Sarah over here during WAN show is very unusual, so I thought I'd uh, <laughs> thought I'd have her come over and say hi to y'all. All right. Okay. Well, okay, fine. You heard it here first. I guess we're doing more tech dinosaur related merch. <laughs> Sarah, you have to work tech into it a little bit. You have to work some tech into it. Okay. All right. We've got a deal. All right. <laughs> deal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right. next up next up love the steam deck and the framework concept your thoughts on a handheld conversion kit for the framework 13 inch main board and battery would love to make one but need a compatible not screen not yet not yet Soon? um i think that sort of thing would be super super cool in the future but the challenge right now is that board with the battery it's just too big yeah it's uh it's it's not going to be manageable and by the time you put so if you if you tear apart a device like a steam deck or like an ioneo um, or like an rog ally they are so 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 careful to optimize the the z height the thickness and if this thing is chonk right like huge before you even put buttons on the front of it right so you've got screen then motherboard with cooling then battery it's like this thick guys i just don't think it's feasible now i would love to see framework do some kind of mobile gaming device or something like that but you got to understand um they are still a really small company really really small in the grand scheme of things and right now i mean look at their look at their back orders they are taking orders for AMD frameworks like six months into the future or something like that. Their problem right now is not that they don't have a cool product people want to buy. Their problem right now is they can't make enough. So, I mean, it's a good problem to yeah, have, but yeah, also yeah. you don't want to be bottlenecked, right? So they, they, they've got other fish to fry right now. And in the meantime, what I told Asus when they came to show us the ally early is, hey, 
look at this video that we just did with framework. Mm -hmm. Look at this, under, internalize this, take this back to HQ. And when I see ally two or ally three, it's got to incorporate this philosophy because this is coming. You guys are either part of it or you guys are left behind. Those are the only options right now. And yeah. I don't know if it got through, but I hope so. And that's, that's really my goal here, right? Like I don't need to make a ton of money with framework. I am fine. I will be fine forever. But if framework can put pressure on everyone else, then I consider it a win. Like, obviously I wouldn't mind, you know, more money in my dragon pile or, you know, more equipment for the lab or whatever, right? Like it's not, it's not a bad thing. If I, if I eventually cash out framework or something like that, don't judge me. I'm not against making money, but what I'm about first is the completion of the mission. So that won't happen until framework either grows up and is a real company or the industry just kind of gets there and framework isn't needed anymore. Yeah. Uh, Nick light says they only get more dinosaur merch if they send more merch messages. <laughs> I don't think you can tell them that Nick. I think I've already agreed. I think we've already had a had a long distance handshake that more dinosaur merch is absolutely coming. Mm -hmm. Designer series desk pad is the currently number one selling item of the show. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a bit of an advantage for Sarah's design that it's the cover image, but you guys should also check out the other designs. Uh, Zero Gravity uh... Gaming is super cool. Maria designed that one. And Vancouver Skyline, I think is gonna be the one that runs away with it in person. Cause that's the convention center, um, as well as like the downtown Vancouver core. And I think Lloyd just did an absolutely beautiful job of it. Okay. Uh, last one, I think, Hey DLL, thanks for being cool tech bros question for Linus and others. If it applies, it's pretty apparent you have an entrepreneurial mindset. Is this nature or nurture? Um, the entrepreneurialness is, is not innate to me. I, um, you know, I, I was a lazy gamer once I just wanted to clock in, clock out, go home, play video games. Um, you know, fool around with my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> like I had a pretty simple, I had a pretty simple life for a bit. Um, I guess I just, I get bored really fast. I get bored so easily. And what I discovered that I liked when I was working at NCIX, even though it wasn't my money, um, I just liked, I liked making number go up. I got a, I got a rush, right? Like I got a hit from that. And my original goal was to be a teacher. And so what happened was I ended up doing both. I ended up becoming a teacher in the best, uh, in the most scalable make number go up possible way. And I just, I, I completely fell into it. It wasn't something that I sought out. I, I remember looking at this YouTube channel that I came across when I went down to attend like an in-person YouTube event in Seattle. This is, wow, this is many years ago. This is very, very early LTT. Uh, so like I met it's Judy's life there and I met, um, oh man, what's the channel called? Um, what their big like smash hit first video grandma's smoking weed for the first time so this was eight <laughs> years ago uh it has 35 million views so i met these guys 
And the one in particular just really impressed upon me that there was a different way to do YouTube, very different way to do YouTube. Um, like they came in going, YouTube's a growing thing and we are gonna like capitalize. We are, every single video is a swing for the fences, you know, like it, it, it was, it was the Mark Rober approach before Mark Rober was absolutely crushing the entire platform. Right. Um, and I don't know if they ever, I don't know if they ever had another just smash hit like that. I don't know what they're up to today. They're, the channel's still active anywhere from a couple hundred thousand to 500,000 views of video. Certainly nothing quite like that. Uh, kids getting the picture taken with Santa has 66 million views. Um, they've got some racy beer pong. Yeah, no, they, they've, they've had quite a few bangers over the years. Um, some as recent as four years ago, but it looks like they have fallen off a little bit. It's always interesting looking at these channels. Like I have no idea. Has this channel been acquired? Are, are, are the original managers even involved? I, I have no idea, but it was really eye-opening to me to see how these guys were coming in analytically with a laser focus on get the most views possible. Uh, I guess there's a part in here for me. Uh, I have no ownership in the company, um, on, on, in like a legal sense or stock or anything like that, but in mentality, I feel like I do. Um, I, the amount of people here that I manage is, is vast. I feel like I have a lot of say in things. Um, and I don't think I'd really be able to have it any other way. Um, both my parents ran companies when I was growing up, <laughs> so maybe mine is a little bit more nurture. <laughs> um, I, I have, I've always known since I was a little kid that either I would want to be a part of an organization where I had a lot of swing or sway or whatever you want to call it, um, or, <laughs> or I would want to Unless you're wearing the pajama pants, then it's swing. <laughs> um, or, <laughs> oh man. Um, or I would want to be like running my own thing. I, I never really cared too much which one of those it was. So I'm not like too bothered about how it ended up. Um, but I do appreciate a lot and value a lot my ability to enact change at this company. Um, and I, yeah, I think that was, I think it's maybe a little column A, column B. I think that's a little bit nature and also a little bit nurture because both my parents are that way. All right, Dan, want to hit us with one more? Yeah, sure. We can do one more. Uh, years ago, Linus did a video of a badminton playing robot. Any chance we'll be seeing one of these at his badminton slash land center? No. No. What you might see is some of the same technology at some point. Uh, the way that they handled the machine vision for the calculating the trajectory of the shuttle so that the robot would go and intercept it and hit it back uh, was pretty low cost, um, pretty elegant. It was just two cameras. I think they were only like 18 inches apart or something like that, like not much farther apart than your eyes 
and they were able to calculate in 3D space, depth and everything, exactly how far away it was so that they could get the robot over there in time. And I remember them telling me, it's probably in the video, right? That was a few years ago, though, so I don't remember. But that's probably in the video. But I, I think I remember them telling me that it was within like some obscenely small number of milliseconds after you hit the shuttle, it knew exactly where it was going to be and could start moving because it was just calculating it. It wasn't watching it. It was watching the first little bit of movement, just looking at the velocity and deceleration and trajectory and going, okay, yeah, it's going to be about there. Very cool. Yeah. Additional topics if you guys want. Let's do it. Man, I am uh, I am fading extremely fast here. I started out the day thinking I was probably just sore from badminton last night. By midday, I still thought maybe, but I was like coughing a little bit, and now I'm just like I need to go to bed. <laughs> okay. Oh, can we do Jessica's segment? I was just Stranger well, Than Fiction. Oh, yeah, That's what yeah, you're yeah, supposed yeah. to do, right? We're gonna do the merch messages in the game, so let's let's do it. Let's yeah, let's keep do moving. it, and then we'll do sponsors after that. I don't know how this works. Uh, uh, I will explain, I guess maybe. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, let's Hit us, see. Dan. I have this stuff. Oh no, I got to do all the things. Oh yeah, you got. Oh wow, you have all of the um, extra little bits. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. okay. So I believe what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through three of these news items, and there's gonna mm -hmm. be three to pick from from each of the three. You have to figure okay. out which one is not true. Oh, it's two, okay. two truths and a lie, but in news story headlines. Okay. And then okay. I believe the loser has something that they have to do. We can't say performance can't for the rest say of the show. Performance. That's right. Performance. Um, what happens if we do? I don't know. It doesn't that seem to be. That was not qualified. <laughs> we get yelled okay, at. Well, I guess it's up to Dan then. Um, I don't. Which could be scary. I don't Last know. time I, I left anything know. up to Dan, I got my arm and my leg shaved. Yeah, that I was like a... the uh, compression is too much here, but it's it hurt a lot. I don't work well under pressure, and other people normally get hurt. Okay, <laughs> so let's uh, let's start with this first one. I guess you're supposed to hold up the uh, the flag with your choice. Yeah. Okay. First section number one: Bluetooth e-bike posts live location data to the cloud without users' knowledge. So wait, okay. do we have no, to don't, say? Don't, we... don't don't show your cards, Luke. Don't show your, don't cards. Show your cards. Okay, but what, sorry, what are we saying though? I don't really get. So it. I'm going to give we you three the one headlines. That is not true. Okay, so we hear all of them, and then we yes, pick yes. one that is not true. Yes, so there's right. one false. Okay. Yes. Okay. Did you you yeah. heard that one? Yeah. Yeah. Number two, yeah. high school changes every student's password to change me exclamation point informs student body through mass email. And number okay. three, Elon Musk's boring company is shipping burnt hair perfume. Which one is okay. not true? Okay. Do you want to just give us a three, two, one? Sure. Five, four, three, two, one. Two and three. Interesting. So you are both wrong. What? It's number one. <laughs> But that was so believable. Ah, no, it really was. no that Bluetooth. Was the most believable one. <laughs> no Bluetooth e-bike uh, are doing the tracking. <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> I thought it was too, just because it was so funny. 
I was like, that, no, that, feels, that. that feels like, like well-written. Like, it feels like a joke <laughs> that someone had to prep. That's the worst part. That's <laughs> the worst part. Okay, on to oh, round two. We so, got owned. Okay. So zero points. Okay. Yeah, what if we both lose, Dan? <laughs> Same punishment to both of you. Okay, so we're not allowed to look at chat during this, hey? Oh, hey. I didn't look. I didn't look. Yeah, be okay. reasonable. We can't tell what Linus okay, is doing. As long as you don't have any hardware assists to aid you in looking at chat, then we won't have to give you a lifetime ban. Perfect. <laughs> okay, round two. Number one. Bose issues a recall for decades-old speakers due to a fire hazard. Okay. Number two. Autonomous drones now rival squirrels in causing blackouts and damaged power lines. And number three. Japanese Splatoon fan buys $3,500 worth of Nintendo stock so that he can complain about the limited hairstyles for male characters at a shareholder meeting. Oh, man, I almost want you to go okay, over them again. Count us down. What was, what was the first one? Sorry. Bose just... issues a recall for decades-old speakers due to a fire hazard. Autonomous drones now rival squirrels in causing blackouts okay, and damaged okay, power ready. lines. I'm ready. All right. We can't let this take too long. We Three, one read. two, one. Two. It is number two. Yes. Good all right, job. tie game. All right. For all the money. Number one. Okay. Soon you can pre-order this flame-throwing robot. Uh, Robo dog. I miss. I misspoke. Uh, number two. Popular ASMR YouTuber revealed to be entirely AI generated. And number three. Researchers give robots live insects for hands. You can pre-order a flamethrowing robot dog. An ASMR YouTuber is an AI-generated YouTuber. Or robots with insect hands. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. One and two. Oh my god. Luke is the winner. Ah! Luke is the winner. You, Got him. There is no AI-generated... AI YouTubers yet. I'm sure ASMR is All a right. burgeoning market. Okay, Linus, you're I no mean, longer allowed to say someone, the performance. I, I would have thought someone would have put a lot of work into making AI ASMR, but I guess we're we're not quite there yet. Yeah. <laughs> give, it, right. give it a couple weeks. Got him. That was yeah. close. That was very close. Things I was usually very surprised are in these scenarios, but yeah, that's close. Um, what are we you doing? You know what's really close? This message from our sponsor. Oh, amazing. Thanks to Clive for sponsoring today's show. If you work in security or IT and your company has Okta, this message is for you. Have you noticed that for the past few years, the majority of data breaches and hacks you've read about have something in common? It's employees. Hackers love exploiting vulnerable employee devices and credentials. But it doesn't have to be this way. Imagine a world where only secure devices can access your cloud apps. In this world... Fish credentials are useless to hackers, and you can manage every OS, even Linux, from a single dashboard. Best of all, you can get employees to fix their own device security issues without creating more work for IT. The good news is, you don't have to imagine this world. You can just start using Collide. Collide is a device trust solution for companies with Okta, and ensures that if a device isn't trusted and secure, it can't log into your cloud apps. Visit collide.com slash WAN to watch a demo and see how it works. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash WAN. Thanks to Snooze for sponsoring today's show. Having trouble sleeping? Snooze makes sleep compact white noise machines aimed to improve your quality of sleep. 
Snooze delivers a consistent, natural, soothing sound of moving air without actually producing any airflow. They come in a variety of different models, like the ultra-portable Snooze Go and the feature-rich Snooze Pro. With a 100-night happiness guarantee, why not give them a try? Ditch those battery-draining, ad-cluttered, and far less effective mobile apps. Check out the Snooze Pro at lmg.gg snooze. That's lmg.gg s-n-o-o-z. Don't snooze on snooze. Thanks to Tailwind for sponsoring today's show. Are you trying to improve your social media engagement? It helps to have a plan. Tailwind is an app that simulates a full marketing team all in the palm of your hands. Generate a social media marketing plan personalized to your needs. Leverage AI tools and design templates to create beautiful posts and schedule your content releases so they come out when your audience is most responsive. Use your advanced analytic tools to see how your campaign did and make any necessary tweaks to improve and optimize. Give Tailwind a try and leave your social media struggles in the dust. Check them out at lmg.gg slash tailwind app. All right. Should we go through some rapid fire topics here? Because I feel like we've got a lot. Starting with, can I just shout out Android for just every time? So, oh, this video isn't out yet. Okay. <laughs> in, our, in our upcoming iOS uh, rundown, I say, I think Apple might have me. They might have me switching to the iPhone. And you know what the feature is? No. Classic answering machine mode. Oh, I thought you yeah. just didn't have voicemail enabled. Um, well, I could though. So with their new feature, what it does is you can push people to voicemail or they can just go there naturally. And then as they're leaving a voicemail, it pops up a live transcription of what they're saying on your phone. So you can decide if that's someone we want to talk to and if it's important and you can take the call. That is a game change. I want to screen my calls because sounds... there's nothing I can do to keep my phone number from leaking. So if I could just screen my calls, we're good. Well, I already screened my calls on Android. Well, yeah, but can you see when they're leaving a voicemail? I don't, I don't have voicemail. I just screen my calls. But I want to see, I mean, I want to see what they're saying because yeah, you I don't can see necessarily that. have. That's the whole reason why I like... use it. If you call me right now, if you don't necessarily do it, but if you call me right now, the call will come in and I'll have three options answer, decline, or screen call. And if it's a number yeah. that I don't know, I click screen call and Google tells them your call is being screened, tell them what it's about, whatever. And then when they speak into it, it will put a text transcript of what they're saying on my screen. Oh yeah, no, I don't. This that. is the reason why I said I wouldn't go to an iPhone because I like this feature so much. And now you're telling oh, me that they're releasing this feature. So that's, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Apparently it's a pixel only feature. Sick. Thanks, Pixel. Anyway, so that makes sense. My actual point was that I don't think I can ever leave Android because mm. every time I start thinking, ooh, yeah, iPhone, that's pretty cool, blah, blah, whatever, um, I just encounter something that would have driven me absolutely bat crazy on an iPhone. So I got this, um, I got this like home laser hair removal thing. And the only way I was able to get it was by ordering from Amazon UK because it's not technically certified in Canada or whatever. I don't care. Like if it's certified in the UK and the US, whatever, I will just use it or other people in my house will use it or whatever. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> but they can because I'm in Canada with a Canadian Google account with a Canadian payment method. So I'm on the Canadian Play Store where the app is not available. And you know how so many devices either don't work at all without the app or have a severely degraded experience without the app. 
because I'm on Android, I can just sideload it. On the iPhone, I don't know. Maybe there's some way I could get around it, but I don't have to figure that out because I'm on Android. So I got it working in like three minutes. Yeah. I just, I can't, I can't. I can't accept that I'm not allowed to just install whatever application I want. No. You can't actually tell me what to do. That being said, if we do want to trash on Android, uh, the Pixel Fold is out and already definitely busted. Uh, the Pixel Fold is finally available as of this week. Reviews have been broadly positive, calling the Fold a well-rounded device with solid performance as promised. It's the thinnest foldable currently available at point two inches open and 0.5 inches closed the outside display is reportedly comparatively comfortable to use due to its wider ratio and the mm -hmm. crease is less obtrusive because it's vertical rather than horizontal the battery life for the device lasted over 10 hours compared to the galaxy z which lasted an hour less under the same conditions however i would have loved to try all of this you know we even had like a sponsorship. Did they not deal send you one? I still don't have one. What the heck? You were you were nodding well, along, and I assume that's because you used it. Nope. It's, this is one of those things where I, I fall between the cracks because my audience is in America and my geographical location is in Canada. So Google Canada doesn't have a device, and Google America or like doesn't have a device for me. I don't know. Maybe they had some, and Google America can't send me a device or something. I don't know exactly what happened. It doesn't matter. The point is, this was a major launch. I'm one of the only like prominent tech creators that actually daily drives a foldable phone and they just they they couldn't get it done. I'm like, "Okay." That's like wacky. the reality of it is like I I don't I don't really want to switch phones right now. <laughs> like I'm using the Fold 3 because I just couldn't be arsed to switch to the full four. Like I, it's a pain in the butt. I have so many apps and so many things to log into and none of it's automatic. It's all like manually keying things in. Like, how is it that Swift key? Okay. Doesn't just have a one button. Yeah. These are my settings at this point. When I get a new device, which people do like every two to four years, why is it not just like that? Like it used to be when you went to the cellular store and they would just have a special cable Yeah. Boop, boop, and it would just copy everything over. Like, honestly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so sorry. On. Carry on. However, there are already widespread reports of users whose phones are already breaking after only one or two days of use. Surprisingly, this problem seems to be inside the screen rather than the, the hinge. inside screen. Mm. To be the yeah the inside screen rather than the hinge, with most users complaining of cracked screens and dead pixels. The protective plastic oh, layer on top of the Fold's ultra-thin inside panel doesn't quite stretch to the edge of the screen, and the two halves of the display are extremely close when folded. This can result in users crushing small debris between the two halves. The screen on Ars Technica's oh. review copy of the Pixel Fold appears to have died after four days of light usage due to a tiny puncture in the exposed OLED screen. And we have a picture here. Can I just share the doc? Do you do that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, I do. I have just a picture zoom in here. So you can see the picture. Give it the old control mouse wheel. Uh, uh, He's got this. He's got this. Pinch uh, to zoom. Let's go. Where's your, where's your iPad, uh, MacBook at? Why is the touch not working for this? There we go. 
That's not touch. Help you. That's touchpad. We, go. we got it though. We got it though. You can see the screen protector. Yeah, it doesn't go to the edge. That seems like a mistake. <laughs> I mean, I don't have the screen protector on my fold anymore. But as I recall, there was a gap around the edge just because manufacturing tolerances and all that. Our question, our discussion question here is how on earth would they not catch this? And why wouldn't they fix it prior to launch? And yeah. you know what? Honestly, what I would say is a couple of things. Number one is the people who were daily driver testing this thing were probably being really careful with it, like contractually. They were probably not supposed to break them. So while you might catch some, some real world, um, you know, real world wear and tear issues, you also might not. And the second thing is that there can be differences from one unit to the next, even on the exact same production line. They may have just gotten lucky and all the pre-production ones were fine. And then they went and they moved to production and Lord only knows, you know, what went slightly differently and it's not as good anymore. I mean, when we did all of our pre-testing for the carabiners on the backpack, for example, we didn't have any fail. And we looked back at the early samples and they were way more robust than the ones we've gotten back from people that have broken. And it was just the difference in the tolerances between these two little pieces of metal that held the, the little hinged clip piece in place. By the way, I have really good news. Um, Tynan and, uh, oh, who else from the engineering team was there? Ooh, I'm embarrassed. But anyway, Tynan, <laughs> a couple of the engineers from Creator Warehouse came and chatted with me this morning and I approved the final replacement carabiner pulse. So they are going to mass production. I'm really excited to get that chapter behind us. Uh, hopefully they're gonna arrive just in time for our, um, our reorder. We, we need new stock. We've sold through almost all 40,000 units, by the way, thank you guys very much. And to everyone who says, well, what an idiot, nobody's buying these, you are objectively wrong. You are just actually wrong. Um, thank you guys so much for your support. And um, yeah, so I'm hoping that the, the new order will come with those out of the box, or at the very least, we will be able to unite them here in Vancouver and they will ship together. So you don't have to go through the recall process. <clears throat> yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. The uh, only difference between the new ones and the last ones we showed on WAN Show are that they're smaller. So they don't like, they're not so heavy and they don't hang out so far. That kind of makes sense. They were, they were pretty big. Uh, I'm going to rapid fire through a couple topics here. Uh, spying sure. app hacked. An Android-based phone monitoring app called Let Me Spy has suffered a major data breach that allowed hackers to gain access to email addresses, telephone oh. numbers, and the content of messages collected on accounts. The exposed Luke, Who could have seen this coming? No, no, no. Name one person. Name one person who could have seen this coming. Uh, an app that is specifically designed to collect <laughs> information about the user without them knowing who could have possibly luke i can see i can see in your eyes you have no answer for me <laughs> who could have seen this coming nobody no that's one. who it would be impossible no one could ever figure this out the exposed data includes data from uh the present from the present back to let me... Oh, okay. I've just read this terribly. The exposed data includes data Love back button. from the... 
includes data from the present back to Let Me Spy's 2013 launch. Let Me Spy informed law enforcement shortly after discovering the hack and suspended all account-related functions until further notice. Uh, Okay, you want to hear the kicker? They claim, this isn't in our notes, but I read this. They claim that they delete all data after I think it's two or three months or something like that. That is clearly, clearly, objectively not true. That's rough. Uh, and also, no one could have seen this coming. <laughs> um, the Let Me Spy app, which users can install on another person's phone in order to snoop on their communications and activity, uh, which can you know collect call logs, SMS messages, and geolocations. So this That's is rough. intended for like the suspected cheating spouse or the yeah. or the kid who you think is sneaking out at night or whatever else. I've seen the the app icon. It's just like LMS and has kind of a indistinct looking uh, tile and just, yeah, just indistinct looking icon. And if you just kind of buried it and, you know, everyone has yeah. that unused system apps folder, you just kind of put it in there. I think a lot of people would never notice something like this. Absolutely. Uh, the app is typically sold as a parent uh, or employer control and can okay, be set as gross. invisible so the device user cannot detect it. The data breach has further revealed that a substantial number of the app's uh, users were actually government officials and U.S. college students. Interesting overlap. Okay. Yeah, really. Uh, Let Me Spy has been used to track over 200,000 phones since January this year. Not all time. Discussion question, should this kind of product be publicly available? Is there a legitimate reason to have this kind of hidden access to another person's communications? I don't think it should be hidden. I mean, if you- The hidden part is rough. If you're in a relationship where for some reason you consent, whether it's for safety, like let's say you're friends and you both, I don't know, go on a lot of Tinder dates or, or hiking or, you know, whatever it is, right? Like if there's a reason that you want someone to know everything that's going on, or if, man, even, oh man, even then, like, or, or, okay, let's say you're in a relationship where there's been a significant betrayal of trust and you basically go, look, I'll do anything to have you back. I, 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 I won't go anywhere. I'm not supposed to put this on for you know, six months and, and, and you'll see, you'll see, you know, like I, I you know, I, I, it is possible that with consent, there could be a reason for an app like this to exist. But my understanding is that, again, this um, comes back to our, our iOS update, is that Apple in particular is actually building in some features like that, but done in a way that is not hidden from the user. And I believe that, uh, I believe that Android, particularly for children's phones, already has ways of getting real-time location data from, um, from, a, from a user's phone. I don't know about grandparents. Will the Beast in the float plane chat says, what about grandparents? So yeah, it's a legit use case, but to sneak it onto someone's phone, I think is just inexcusable. You're, you're as bad as whatever it is you're trying to prevent. Yeah. I think relationships have to be about communication and trust. If you have to sneak this onto the phone of someone you're in a relationship with, you should probably exit that relationship or like, you know, get significantly better at communication fix your problems, do stuff like that. I mean, it's not always that simple. People could be in an abusive relationship or whatever. Like this could be a safety thing for them. You know, morality is easy from a position of privilege. That's true. But if I was if I was worried that like my ex was going to show up and kill me or something, 
if I could get this on his phone, would I do it? Yeah, oh yeah. Because the thing is, like in theory, you know, whatever, police are supposed to protect you or something. But a bullet's a lot faster than a cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of so a lot of tough, police right? are in reactive positions, right? They do stuff after yep. the fact. They're not gonna camp exactly. outside your house for the rest of your life. Um, exactly, right? Yeah. Anyways, more rapid fire. Gaming publisher fires staff, hires AI editor. By gaming oh. publisher, we mean uh, like gaming uh, news and information, not not yeah. releasing gamers games. group. Yeah, gamers group with a G A M U R S gamers group, a publisher that owns a dozen gaming websites, including Dot Esports, Pro Game Guides, Destructoid, and The Escapist. Fired around forty percent of their workforce back in March. This week, wow. they were found to have posted a job ad for an AI editor to edit between 200 and 250 AI generated articles per week, assuming a five day, 40 hour work week, which is pretty standard with two 15 minute breaks. This would allow between nine and 11.5 minutes to edit each article. The job posting has since been removed, presumably in response to notable backlash. Discussion question, is it possible to have uh, something of quality come through a process like this? Unpopular opinion. Uh, I do think it is uh, possible. No. I think it's possible. I mean... I think it's unlikely. I think, most and of I, mean, it, I think most of it's going to be trash. I think some of it might come out well, though. And when we say quality, I mean, you can't... Okay, when you say something of quality, I'm not talking a fluke. One of these 250 articles a day that is good. I'm talking quality, like a quality result, some kind of consistency. Okay, okay, yeah. And yeah. no, there's no way. 250 articles per week? Yeah, that no is 50 a day, which works out to what? About seven an hour, which is one every 10 minutes. And that assumes that you are just in the zone you are um, as much a machine as Pumping your ai away. helper yeah. there's no way you don't you don't get snacks you don't take bathroom breaks it's you don't have like mental lulls because there's gonna be times where you're faster and some times where you're slower yeah it's gonna be garbage it's bad hear that. who knows if it's even gonna be happening though they did pull the uh the listing down uh and we've talked about this kind of stuff in the past right there are sites that already do this this is a yep. thing that is happening. Uh, oh, so man. don't, can, don't think can... just because they closed this um, that it isn't, it isn't a thing. I sometimes don't even notice till I'm like halfway through the article, man. And I notice like it's repeating itself. I'm like, this is AI written. I'm not staying here. I will yep. leave. Yeah. Get out of there. Get out of there fast. It's rough. Yeah. And I'm so close to actually starting to subscribe to quality publications. Like, ugh. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going happen. we're going back right <laughs> we're going back we're going back to the newspaper model man yeah. we're going back to the cable tv model everything is has gone this this other way everything is free take it for granted for so long actually speaking of of online news i guess uh the big news in canada this week anyway is that the canadian government finally passed the online news act oh. which forces online platforms to pay canadian news corporations for links to news content that's shared on their platform. While Google initially seemed willing to negotiate, it has now declared Canada's law to be unworkable, and it and Meta are claiming that when the law takes effect, they will start blocking links to Canadian news sites. 
Similar laws were passed in Australia and France, and Google and Meta made similar claims that they would block news content, but then relented. However, that doesn't mean that the laws in those countries have no downside. In Australia, as in Canada, the government did not set a specific rate. Instead, it merely forced platforms to negotiate deals with news organizations, deals which no party is required to disclose. That means that news organizations could wind up getting paid at wildly different rates, um, which primarily benefits the larger organizations and squeezes yeah. independent outlets. Both countries already have heavily concentrated news ecosystems. This is very true. If Meta and Google do go ahead with blocking Canadian news, they will likely also cancel existing publication deals, like the one that Google has with 150 Canadian outlets through its Google News Showcase program. The law was estimated to pay up to 30% of the costs of Canadian newsrooms. What are you going to do when there's no Canadian news in your Google News feed? Do you use your Google News feed? Because I do. I do, uh, but I aggressively block sites. Do you do that? That's the only way I find it usable. Um, no, I just curate, actually. I just uh, I just read what is interesting, and over time, it's, uh, oh, man. I, it's gotten good. I find it'll just, I don't know what it is. It'll just pick something random that I've never clicked on. Uh, I, was, I was showing my, my girlfriend a few months back. It picked some, like, random country singer. I've never heard of this person, never clicked on an article of them, nothing. Yeah. It was like every second thing in my Google News feed was, was this person, what they're wearing, what song they, some interview, some whatever. I was like, oh my God. So I had to like block that person from my Google News. I'm like, I have nothing against this person, but I don't, I don't see them in every second article that I have. Um, I really have to like cut it down, but I, I, I do use it. Um, and a lot of my usage of it to be honest, is to get Canadian news. And it sends me quite a bit of it because that's the kind of stuff that I click on because right. I, I sometimes find that it is very mentally taxing to keep up with all of the news in the world um, and paying attention to the, the grim state of a lot of that when you start trying to absorb all of that because you know negativity increases clicks. So a lot of what people are gonna wanna tell you about is all just the bad stuff that's happening everywhere. But I do try to keep up on like what's going on in my local area, so I'm at least somewhat yeah. informed. Um, so yeah, I don't know, kinda rough, not a fan. I mean, there's always r slash Vancouver. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Reddit's in a dumpster fire right now. Yeah, we've got we've got like the the local city subreddits and we've got that, but there's e there's even been we're talking about everything's going back to what it used to be. There's been some vague amount of draw because of stuff like this. For me just wondering like do I need to go back to Facebook just for like local community groups? I don't use it, but like do I go back to that so I can get news? Like if, th if this seriously negatively impacts my ability to get news about the local area, do I need to start using that? Like I, I don't, I honestly, if, if Google news kicks everything out, I don't know what else to use. Uh, me neither. Reddit, Reddit been, even in its current state, it. even in its pre everything's on fire state, it wasn't a perfect solution in my opinion. No, it really wasn't. No. So like, I, I don't know what to do. It's weird. It's very weird. Why is um, I have some, I have a couple other little announcements. If we could go back to those for a bit. Uh, VTuber Fillion 
responded to our recent yeah. video where we used them as an example of the progress <laughs> of full body motion capture. Luke, can you can you bring up this tweet? I will grab it's it. It's freaking yep. awesome. It is. This is very cool. Oh, and... wait, I don't know if I can. What? Oh, because you're not logged into Twitter. <laughs> Twitter made it so you can't view oh. things unless you're logged in. Uh, I can sit here and try to log in if you want to, like, give me a minute. Okay. But, but I... <laughs> One sec. Can I screen share? I can. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So Dan, you're gonna have to deal with this. This I guess. might, yeah, this might get a little crazy for a second. Uh, okay. Theoretically, I am screen sharing right now. Dan, <laughs> is there something that you have to do to activate it? You might have to add another. He's figuring it out. He's figuring it out. Uh, while Dan's figuring it out, Fillion also offered to VTuber me. And hey. I've actually been meaning to do a VTuber episode for quite some time. And collaborating with a well-known figure in the space seems like a really, really cool way yeah, to do that. Yeah, it'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. kind of excited. I accept. I, I, accept. I feel like if, if you do work with them, you're going to have to try to do a flip. Ooh, maybe on a trampoline. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't, can't do a flip uh, on the ground, man. <laughs> I can't directly <laughs> embed would be your... fine. I just, I think you gotta, you know, you gotta hit the theme. I can't directly embed your uh, screen share. Really? It's oh. like frozen-ish. I don't, I don't know. Well, I think uh... I ended up in the news list. That is super very obnoxious. Loud. Uh. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's off. It's off. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll stop sharing. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, I could probably just like directly add the. Twitter as a browser source. No, I'd have to log in no, in the streaming software. Well, at any rate, I guess uh, I'll just copy it into the chat and you guys can go yeah. check it out. Yeah, show yeah. up flipping. All right, sorry, Freaking guys. Sorry, Twitter, guys. man. A, a, a thing that is literally in the WAN show as a news topic just screwed us over. We weren't able to bring yeah. up a tweet because uh, I'm not logged in on this laptop and they're they're like stopping you from viewing tweets unless you're logged in. I'm having, so, uh, I'm Luke, if you want to throw it in Twitch chat, I'm not signed in. Uh, neither am I. Or we can just forget about it because Twitch chat. Get on Twitch, sorry, Twitch chat. chat. Maybe watch on a platform that doesn't suck. Yeah. All right. In other news, we are going to be releasing LTT TV. Yeah. This is in yeah. collaboration with, you know what? I'm not going to give any details because I don't know what I am or am not allowed to say about it. But basically, on the LTT channel, there will be a continuous live stream of back catalog content that's curated by our editors and by our writers. Um, there were quite a few challenges to overcome with this. And maybe maybe that's something that Luke could talk about a little bit more. Because uh, yeah. the original plan was just to encode like a 12-hour video of a bunch of videos and then just play oh. it on loop. But you guys you guys created a better solution for this, right? Yes. Uh, but hold on for a second because I got Fillion's video. So we're we're jumping back a little bit. Okay, let's do uh, it. Because Fillion does the YouTubes as well. You want oh, audio perfect. for this? Let me do audio. Can I have audio for this? Yes, yeah. you can. Uh, is oh, it playing? Uh, no, because how do I make it go back to the start? Hey, wife, do you want to say hi to everyone? Fresh. Uh, there, there you go. Uh, there we go. Uh, I don't yeah, see audio. Yeah, effort. I can't hear it. You're, you don't have any audio playing. I don't? No. There's also captioning for the whole thing. Okay, so. we'll just read, read it. Read the video. 
Hey, there we go. Do we have audio uh, now? They can hear it. You can't. That's fine. I've already seen it. Okay. Uh, hopefully that's not too loud. I also can't hear it. I love the fail flip. So good. Let's get it! Yeah. Fantastic. Very cool. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, the, the, cool. the back catalog. So uh, we had a couple different ideas of, of how we wanted to do this. Um, what we ended up settling on was that uh, YouTube accepts two different streams into one mm -hmm. stream key. So that if on one if, channel, if mm, that's not what I'm saying, one stream Ooh, key. Okay. All so, right. So Wait, you, two you, streams to one stream key. Oh, oh, that thing. Okay. Well, hold on. You. First of all, YouTube lets you have multiple stream keys per channel. Yes. So you can have so you can have show more than one, one stream key. Yeah, you can have more than one currently live yeah. stream per channel. I believe, if I remember correctly, a good example of this is the um, the like relaxing beats channel or whatever that's called. It's like Cozy Cow or something. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think they have a bunch of live streams, so that's how most people are familiar with it. But yeah, we can have more than one live stream. You should theoretically only get one notification for the TV thing. And then you'll get notifications every time WAN show goes up. So it's not going to pester you all the time, but there will be more than one live stream. So we can we can have two streams go into one stream key so that if one of these computers loses power or internet or, or something happens, it'll fail over to the second one. Um, so you, you often see this type of stuff not done in the exact same way, uh, but you'll see it with uh, IRL streamers where they will be streaming to a server somewhere that server will be streaming up to like YouTube or Twitch or something like that. And then if the stream that the IRL streamer has to the server goes down, then the server just streams like a we'll be back thing. So yeah. this is different than that, actually. <clears throat> this is two different ones streaming all the time towards YouTube to one stream key. Uh, and if one of them fails over, it goes to the other one. Um, this is it, it doesn't automatically fail or it doesn't automatically go back if the first source comes up in in the way that the IRL streamers would have it go. So what we're planning on doing is just both the streams are going to be the same. So if it, if it if one does fail, you'll have like a loading little bit. It'll buffer for a second because it's switching which live stream it's it's pulling from, but it'll just keep going. It'll be as if nothing really happened. That'll just be one little bit chilled cow. Yeah, yeah. There'll just be one little bit of of loading time. And we can feed those streams with like a, a VLC playlist. So instead of just editing together one like monstrous file and then loading up like, okay, this file will be good for the next 20 or 30 hours. Let's, let's render out another 20 or 30 hour long file so that we can keep running tomorrow or, or, and, and it'll all be different or something like that. We can just set a playlist of videos up in VLC, feed that into our streaming software. That goes up the pipe to YouTube. YouTube takes it. If one of them goes down, it fails over the other one. Uh, once that other one is running and we get the first stream up that failed, uh, if number two fails, it'll just go back to the first one. It just kind of goes back and forth based on failures and we are good to go yeah it was actually not that hard to set up a lot of that was like um pretty well done by youtube already so we just had to do our side um and some of that is going to be like editing some videos to like swap some things out do whatever but um yeah that'll be coming theoretically i think maybe sometime soon <laughs> I was going to say more specifically when, and then I realized that that's not in the doc, so I'm, I'm not going to do it because I don't know uh, if that's like uh, leaking anything or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, moving on. Uh, I don't think we have any more announcements. There's this Billet Labs thing. Yeah, we should talk about that. 
Um, there were quite a few people upset in the community about the Billet Labs video. That was the like wild $800 all copper block that handled both CPU cooling and GPU cooling with a single like cooling engine and then cold plates on either side. And I understand what people are saying. Um, we used it. They, they told us it should work with a 4090, but it was designed for a 3090 Ti. Well, we went for gold and we tried it with a 4090. The temperature results were bad. It was clear that it wasn't making perfect contact and um, we weren't getting the best possible results. What Adam asked me to do, and so Adam was the writer on that project. And so, you know, don't direct any of your anger at him because he was in your guys's corner. What Adam asked is if we could spend more time, put the 3090 Ti on it and get real results. And what I told him was no. Because, and guys, come on, like, for real, okay? It's 800 US dollars. The difference in volume for, for, for a build that has this thing versus one that just has a low profile CPU block and a creative mount for a GPU right over top of it is literally zero. It is negligible, especially when you consider all the other components that need to go into this build, pump, reservoir, radiator, power supply. Nothing would have changed. Nothing that obeys the laws of physics would have changed the conclusion, which is that this is not a product to buy. If I had recommended this thing, you guys would have hung me up from the nearest tree. You would have said, Look how out of touch he is. It's not practical. And the conclusion of the video was, it seems like this thing exists mostly as a showcase for the capabilities of these machinists. So if you ever want something wild made, maybe go to them. That is still the conclusion. If the GPU had been five degrees cooler, that would have been the conclusion. If it had been 10 degrees cooler, that would have been the conclusion. If it had been 20 degrees cooler, that would have been the conclusion. So yeah, I didn't do a good job of presenting that, I guess. It kind of ended abruptly. Um, that's, some, that's something that um, I'm seeing a fair bit of feedback from people about. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like all the information has been said by the time we do our abrupt endings, but we'll, we'll see if we can balance it out a little bit. But I'm, I'm not... I, I don't know, guys. I'm not sure if I can apologize for not spending another... 100 200 300 500 dollars of various people's time sitting in engineering a workaround to a product that no matter the result nobody should buy and we did have people saying like hey you know a lot of the issue linus was that you guys um you know didn't do a custom build that was really like made for it sure but then at that point why wouldn't we do a custom build that was really made for a low profile cpu block and a regular gpu block and then we would have spent half as much for the whole solution. Like it just, I'm sorry. Like it's a cool product, but it's a bad it, product. It looks great. Yeah, it looks super cool. Are you just saying it's say, bad I don't think just purely because of the price? It's bad because it makes absolutely no sense and nobody should buy it. And I know that I, I often say, you guys probably don't hear me say it much, but I often say it internally, there's no such thing as a bad product, only a bad price. But in the case of this product, I have enough of an understanding of what it costs to make it to know that the price will never change. 
so it's a bad product. Do you kind of get what I mean? Right, but 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 you are saying it is a, yeah. Yeah, sure. it's a bad product because there is such a thing as a bad product if the price can never improve. These guys aren't like a major company that are going to turn around and go, oh my goodness, we mass produce these and we're going to sell them at like an enormous loss just to like get rid of them. They didn't mass produce anything. So they will just never make anymore. So it doesn't matter. The whole conversation is completely academic because no one's going to buy it and they're never going to make any. So like, okay. And the people who want to do like a wild, you know, one-off build with it or whatever, you know who you are. <laughs> Nothing I was going to say was going to dissuade you, right? So, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm sorry, guys. I just, <sighs> yeah, cool, cool. Okay, I'll put it this way: cool it looks concept, great. bad product. Just like aesthetically, but uh, yeah, there's no way I'd buy it for one thousand one hundred thirteen Canadian dollars. Yeah, no, but it, but it looks great. Not. You can build a whole computer for what this thing costs. And yeah. that's not even the point. The point is that you could actually build a water-cooled computer for less than this. So yeah, I just, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I, 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 I can't. I, I, you know, I still wanted to make a video about it because it was cool. I wanted to highlight it. But I'm, I'm not going to pretend that anything about the results would have changed the conclusion. It wasn't going to happen. Are people um, upset that uh, the conclusion was what it was? Or were they just upset with the, like... They're upset correctly. that it seemed like we were lazy, that we didn't bother. And I get it. You know what? We could have put the extra work in. I made the call that it didn't, it wouldn't change anything. Um, and I felt like we had already, we had already seen it and told the story. So that like, 18 seconds of, yep, yeah, well, here's the results with a 3090, which by the way, once again, Okay. Are you serious? You're going to buy an $800 water block and you're going to pair it with a last gen GPU. <laughs> really? So what did you guys I, test it with? Sorry. With a 4090, which they said it might be compatible with, but it, uh, it clearly wasn't, it wasn't quite compatible. Hmm. They have a 4090 FE option on their site. Yeah, that's new. Okay. Yeah, that's not what they sent us. Either way, it still doesn't matter, right? Like it's, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like sometimes people, they're upset about something and they they don't want to hear what I have to say about it necessarily. And it, it doesn't happen all the time. Most of the community is actually really amazing. But there's a vocal minority that looks at something like that and goes, lazy, out of touch, you know, whatever else. No, I'm just really experienced at this. And I can measure, I can weigh the pros and cons in my head. And so can you, if you take like four seconds and look at this thing, it just doesn't make any sense. I, I get no the conclusion thing. I, um, and I, I also get not wanting to uh, retest, but I, I do think probably just testing it with the thing that they knew it worked with in the first place probably would have made sense. Cause like, cause like you're saying the test result itself doesn't matter, but if it's like, if it's just supposed to look cool, then it should be seated properly. So it looks cool. Yeah. But know. the challenge there was like, what, we're going to showcase an $800 block on a last gen GPU. That doesn't make any sense. That's also Nobody spending weird. that kind of money would put a 3090 Ti. <clears throat> That'd be silly. 
Yeah. All right. Um, man, is there any other updates that I have to address? Oh, the game link launch. So first up, yeah, the first video has what is it like six hundred thousand views or something like that. I I can't check the tweet announcement because I can't check Twitter. So now I'm going to go to YouTube really quick. Um, Seven hundred thousand views. It hit number six on trending. Uh, it's going to be posting Tuesdays and Thursdays, so it alternates with TechLinked. So you have TechLinked Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and GameLinked Tuesday, Thursday. Um, the set was created in Unreal Engine, for those who are wondering, and Jake Baines from the Labs team actually contributed to that. Um, we are using a Blackmagic Ultimate 4K, which allows live compositing of video footage. So the green screen, it's not perfect, but it's really good. Um, and there is one controversy that we do want to address. Most people oh, really great. loved it. We're really happy with the first video, but we didn't have all the details about the fan art that was used in the Destiny 2 cutscene. Uh, the creator was happy that Bungie used the piece, um, and he posted it to Bungie's community creation site two years ago, which apparently grants Bungie the right to use it without condition. I think we could have a separate conversation about the scumminess yeah, of yeah. Um, T's and C's like that. But that was not why we got it wrong. We got it wrong because we got it wrong. So we're not going to derail the conversation like that. We didn't see this detail. We're sorry. Um, we had a lot going on. Um, Riley says, I'm pretty proud of my team's ability to quickly research stories and accurately summarize them. We dropped the ball on this one. It was a pretty busy week. Lol. But gamers deserve better. So we're going to do our absolute best. Hey guys, we do need to be um, ready you, for Riley. that with gaming content. There's a lot of. Are you saying that gamers are a little angry, Luke? A little angsty? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but kind of everything all the time. So yeah, <laughs> there might there might be a few of these, uh, but we'll we'll do our best. I I believe in that team. Why is it all crossed out? What's happening? I'm crossing out topics that we've done because my brain is too slow to parse them. Oh, are are we done this topic though? Yeah. Okay, there's a bunch of like comments oh. from Riley and stuff, but that's fine. Do you want to talk about more? Yeah, we can talk about more. Well, I can't. I, my brain is incapable of reading it now because it's it's even more harder than it normally is. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I think I'm we are striking through stuff that we've already done in the doc, guys. Yeah, I think we're finally done. The no, we're not. There's one last one. Uh, apply for funding to build open source infrastructure. The Sovereign Tech Fund has asked us to boost their uh, contribute back challenge. They're offering up to three hundred thousand uh, euros per funding round to developers to help build and maintain open source infrastructure. The application deadline ends July sixth, twenty twenty three. There are three challenges: improve FOSS or free open source software. Um, developer tooling, securing FOSS software production, and FOSS infrastructure documentation. Okay. Very cool. I'll just copy that link into everything but Twitch chat. Get right That's to Twitch good. chat. Yeah. Uh, and actually, you were wrong. We, we have a few more topics. Uh, notably, Milkgate. Oh, but that's not under announcements. Sources. So you're wrong. That's rapid fire. Get on, Linus. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> What, we're, we're at the same level of the company totem pole in like an hour and 45 minutes, and now you talk to me like that? Oh, gosh. Um, um, hashtag Milkgate. Yeah. This is from the LTT subreddit. Um, this got a lot of interaction. Like 600 people commented on the fact that we do not provide milk to our employers, which is outrageous. 
as it turns out, there is milk. Um, Jessica messaged me during the show last week, there is milk in the fridge and we have complimentary creamer, which I have learned is not the same everywhere. So you know how creamer here is those little liquid things of cream that you pour into your milk and they're hermetically sealed so they don't have to be in the fridge all the time. Okay, in other places, creamer is like a flavored powder that you pour into your coffee. Oh, what? Yeah. It makes it taste creamier, I guess? It's, it's powdered uh, milk. Or there's other flavors oh, and stuff. It's powdered milk. So when I said we have creamer, people were like, um, ew. Uh, but actually, our creamer is fine. <laughs> so, cool. That's funny. Um, anyway, also, AMD has announced a limited run CPU. The Ryzen 5 5600X. That's right. A full year after the AM4 platform has been effectively left behind, AMD is launching a new CPU for it. The 5600X3D is coming next week and is available exclusively at U.S. retailer MicroCenter, which has 25 locations in 18 states. Um, and the reason for this is that it seems like rather than just turning them into e-waste, AMD is turning defective. No, not just seems like. They have said this is what happened. I like they have this. a bunch of not quite good enough 5800X3Ds, and they're just cutting off a couple of cores. And now it's a six core and it's got 3D V cache. And this is pretty sick. This thing could be a killer value at 230 US dollars. I don't even know if we're gonna be able to get our hands on one, but that's awesome. I thought it was kind of weird that it was only <clears throat> that it was only at Micro Center, but they're saying they, they didn't have enough for a global launch. Like this is this is not yeah. something that they're intending to produce, right? So that that makes a lot yeah, more it's sense. It's a one shot. Yeah. It's they're not gonna send like then. one chip to every retailer. So they, they yeah, might as well stupid. centralize it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm not in the US, so that sucks. Yeah, um, like it's not me, good for but... us, but I'm happy they're doing something with it instead of just throwing it away. That's good. Yeah. And, and if I'm they don't have enough for a global are... launch, like it, it all makes sense. This is good. And the pricing looks pretty good to me. If you wanted a yeah. budget gaming machine on like a, like a, a cheap B-series board or something like that, this looks like a freaking awesome value. Mm -hmm. And yeah, finally... We're not going to bother talking about the RTX 4060 launch. I've said everything I have to say about that. What Sounds a, good. An absolute dog turd of a launch. But we are going to um, talk about our favorite platform ever, also known as TikTok. Uh, TikTok is introduced. Think, Sorry. Hold on. Can I can I jump out ahead of this and say I actually think that this should be regulated? Maybe not illegal, but this is gambling. Okay, go this ahead. I'm sorry. This is pretty rough. Yeah. TikTok has introduced a new feature called Creative Challenge, which encourages creators to compete for advertiser money by making branded content. The, the program is open to US-based users 18 years old and up who have at least 50,000 followers. Videos must be high quality, well edited, and original content. How it works is the brands put up a pool of money and creators submit videos. Brands then select the winning video based on their own criteria. Brands may then request revisions, which the creator may or may not accept. After, okay. after an ad is okayed by the brand, it is published. Unapproved submissions do not appear publicly on the creator's page. Submission does not guarantee any amount, any form, any payment whatsoever. 
this is probably the worst thing in the creator space i've potentially ever heard of or at least at the very least heard of in the last very long time you should not do this no one should do this people are going to do it anyways but you shouldn't do it <sighs> so rough i'm trying to think of right. parallels like if, there, if there's anything even similar to this I, I can't think of anything like this. I know there's there's situations where you could you could do like a proposal. Like there's yep. bidding on like construction projects and stuff like that, but you're yeah. not building Pilot. the whole thing. You know, yeah. Like. Wild, absolutely wild. Brutal. Is it time for After, After Dark? Dark? It is. Let's do it. Hit Look it at the lights. How am I gonna do that? Oh, hey, look at that. Oh my God, that's oh, great. Wait, I should go the other way. Uh, yeah, sure. That looks pretty I good. I mean, I guess I could just kill both of them. Oh, that's <laughs> a little dark. Not quite. Mm, okay. Let's go this way. All right, cool. Ah, time to do some merchant messages. Dan, want to hit me? He's, uh, he's busy with the lights. He's, he's talking to me? Yeah, he said hit him. Get him. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Recently started my fourth watch through of Scrapyard Wars. What series do you want to bring back from the dead? Or should they all stay dead permanently? Hey, we just brought back Handy Tech Under 100, which people were more stoked on than I actually expected. So we're going to have to do some more of them. Um, fun fact, uh, that was, I talked earlier on the show about how, um, oh, see, I'm the face of the channel. So obviously I get a lot of the credit, but I also get basically all of the backlash. Yeah. And so sometimes the ratio, it's just like a psychological thing, right? Like the one mean comment stands out more than the hundred positive ones. And so sometimes it really is kind of frustrating that when something goes wrong, it's my fault. And when something goes right, it's like great job team. And part of that is a culture that I foster. I, I, I try to make it about that. Uh, but Handy Tech Under 100 is an example of a video that I'm not going to name any names because like, you're not even going to be able to figure it out from the credits for reasons that I, I'm not going to get into because I don't want anyone figuring anything out. But I saved that video. Only one of the items they brought me was handy. I literally ran around the warehouse finding it. That's why so many of the items were things we had already because that's where I got them. Because I was like, these are not handy items. Um, this is not acceptable. Like we did this six years ago. It was in handy tech already. I can't expect them to necessarily know that, but also they were just not that interesting or handy um, these days. And uh, yeah, that was a video that I was really happy with because we basically pulled it out of the fire and made it awesome. And uh, my wife is here. Do you actually want to say hi to the people? The mic is right here. Oh, well, I'm not talking to them. I'm asking You're not them. talking to them. How rude. How long it's going to be. How long oh, it's going to be. Yes. Um, well, now that you're here in my lap, there's really no reason for me to move. So I guess it's wow. going to be as long as it is. Wow. No. I mean, you, you don't, you, you can't move now. I'm sure I could get out. No, no. I just mean like, like you shouldn't, you know, we don't want them to see anything. Oh my gosh. Luke, please help. <laughs> Luke can't help you. <laughs> We're live. Look, he's at the studio. He's 20 minutes away. Oh, my goodness. Okay. 
Anyway, um, yes. How long are you gonna be? Um, I don't know, like six inches as far as you know. Oh my okay, I'm goodness. <sighs> as far as you know, what would that even mean in this context? Uh, there's this hyper sexist joke that my father used to tell all the time. Oh okay, god, we should probably just not. Yeah, got well, one hour I, left I, as CEO. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, it's a variation of that men lie about how big an inch is. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I lied to her about how much an inch is. Okay. So it's I got six. It. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I will actually send her a message with an ETA. I figure, you know, maybe like another 30 minutes. That yeah, sounds about reasonable. Probably about right, yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay, let's, let's see. Let's do it, boys. Uh, have you ever wanted to or been asked to flex your internet clout for your kids, for their education or otherwise? Um, no. That's the thing about being internet famous, is that in the real world, day to day, it doesn't matter. No one cares. Like, their music teacher doesn't know who I am. And doesn't, like, if I'm like, I'm a YouTuber, which I haven't tried because that would be lame. Um, but they, they don't care about that. Like when I'm, it's only occasionally that I will meet parents even who, who recognize me on the playground or whatever else. Most people. And I know it's hard for us to wrap our brains around as the perpetually online generation. Most people are not on YouTube very much. Not on Twitter at all. Um, That's so, probably good. No, it hasn't really come up. Occasionally, their friends will talk about it, but it's usually to ask me like if I know cool YouTubers like Mark Rober or Mr. Beast. <laughs> Most of them don't care about me. Poor guy. Um, okay. Uh, Radioactive says, I'm a YouTuber. Normal people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, most of them will just ask me, oh, like, what's that like? They're just genuinely curious because they don't know anyone who's a YouTuber and they've never thought about it. Like, I, I, it took me quite a few attempts with one of my aunties to explain how we have a company with, at the time, like 10 people. She's like, okay, 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 okay. You upload videos. <laughs> Question mark, question mark, question mark. Profit. I'm like, oh my God, auntie. Okay. It's like TV, okay? You got ads, right? Okay. And on YouTube, we got ads. Money. She's like, oh, okay. So maybe this is the last time I have to explain this. But that's the thing. She's not stupid. Not even a little bit. She's just never thought about it before. That's, that's how it is. It's always good to to have those grounding experiences. I think I think it's really important to meet people who don't know and don't care who the crap you are. Um, I forget who it was. I think it might have been Mr. Beast. Um, sent out a tweet like ages ago. I think it was Mr. Beast. Maybe it was someone else. Uh, but it was basically like, um, okay, this person's walking up to me. They must be a big fan. Do they want a picture? Do they want an autograph? Do they want the person comes up? Uh, excuse me, I think you took my shopping cart. Ego deflated. I think it was him. Maybe it was someone else. 
But I think those experiences are really important because it's really easy for me in my daily life, surrounded by people whose literal job is to try to do what I ask them to do, um, to reflect on that most people don't give two f**ks what I do. Do people ever recognize you as the wrong person? People ever go like, oh, hey, you're that guy from, and then you like give them a second to respond and then they say something just like totally you've never even heard of. No, actually, I have like I hyper generic happened. white guy syndrome where I have that happen like decently <laughs> often. <laughs> some, some dude walked past me in Greece and was like, hey, you're on YouTube. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you're that like. I think it was like Nintendo or something. He's like, you're that like Nintendo reviewer guy. And I was like, no. <laughs> Had you even done like a Switch review? Because you did one. Technically I did. But he, he named someone and I looked them up when I got back. And yeah, it's just some other white dude with a beard. Um, he does like some Nintendo content or something. I don't remember the channel name. Uh, but that's not the only time that's happened to me. That's happened to me like a few times. Uh, to the point where if people don't immediately recognize me, I often like give them a second because I'm like, they might actually think I'm somebody else. <laughs> Which I, I think is pretty funny. But yeah. Okay, up next. Listening from SpaceX here. Had hey. had anyone used Microsoft Bob back in the day? I was six at the time. It was fun for me at least. Need a 4K remake. Microsoft Bob. Uh, the, I don't think I ever used this. The origin of Comic I probably Sans. probably did, but it was like 25 years ago or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, sorry. I don't have any experience with it. I don't think I do either. I don't think many people do, surprisingly. It failed terribly. That's the origin of Comic Sans, really. Yes, it was written for Microsoft Bob. I think the Microsoft Bob was supposed to be uh, a more approachable computer interface. And your rooms of the house were various things that you could do with your computer. Like you'd go to your office to write emails. That sort of thing. That was kind of the concept. And it had the friendly dog. Remember um, Windows XP had that dog character that would pop up when you tried to search yeah. for stuff? That was the origin in Microsoft Wait, Bob. and like this was like real? This was, people a, this, was, this? this was an operating system. Like it was shipped? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like we need to make a video on this. It's, uh, it's horrific. It's a really interesting concept. Uh... But yeah, I don't know. Wow. Failed. Failed very badly. Yeah. This would this is your whole computer. This is just this is your operating system. It's like a cartoon house. That's really wacky. Okay. Next up. Hello, Linus, Luke, and Dan. My water bottle, LTTstore.com, fell off my forklift and the lid broke. It got me wondering Bummer. what is the most expensive thing Linus has broken? That $10,000 CPU, 100%. Good evening, LLND. With how hard Costco, the alarm is going off, has been cracking down on, you got it, Luke? Mm -hmm. Membership sharing lately. Are they just as bad as Netflix, or are they justified given their different market? Um, I, I think that... Hmm. Oh, man. This is a tough one. 
on the one hand, I, I get it. Costco's membership fee is designed for a single family unit living at the same address. Um, they, they, they can't have everyone in the store sharing a flipping card. So if, for those of you who are, who are new to this controversy, Costco has started checking ID at the checkout to make sure you're actually using your own Costco card. Um, however, the world is in a really scary place right now for a lot of people. Um, and food costs are a huge part of that. Oh, Costco they're spiking hard too. Costco, if you split a, a card and you split the bulk groceries you can buy is such a, like such a hack, right? Like that's such a, that's such an effective, understandable, relatable way to do something, anything about rising food costs. And I don't know, man, it's, uh, it's tough, right? Because on the one hand, I, I wouldn't condone, you know, theft. Um, but on the other hand, I'm not going to tell you not to do it. What would you think like, about, think what do you think about if you, if you just like scheduled a time to go to the store with that person? And you just buy everything all at once. Well, yeah, I mean, but people aren't doing that. They're just sharing the card. And Costco won't prevent you from doing that, yeah. from buying groceries for someone else. Um, yeah, this is a this is a really tough one because, like, it's one of those it's one of those questions, right? Where it's like, is this morally wrong? Yes. Would you do it to save your family so they eat? Yes. Immediately. Yeah. Without question, without yeah. hesitation. Right. Obviously. So it's, yeah, I, I, without even thinking about it. Yeah. And then when I thought about it, I would do it anyway, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, I'm not going to say to do it anyway. I'm just going to be smart. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Linus, what are some subtle yeah. changes you can foresee happening as a result of the new CEO? Will Taryn do things like host TechLinked and become directly involved in LTT videos like you often are? No, no, I don't want Please, him to be, no. and I don't think he wants to be. I think that what he, the subtle changes you're going to see are that things are just going to operate a little more smoothly. Hopefully. In fact, if he's doing his job really well, you might never notice he's even here. I don't want to see an increase in, you know, complaints on Glassdoor about our company. I don't want to, I don't want to see us cutting back employee perks. Luke, have we ever cut back a perk? I'm trying to think, been here for a long time. Can I can think of one actually. What? No, no, I'll let you oh, think. Oh, wait, first. I can think of one too. I got one. I'm actually surprised that I got one, but I got one. Yeah. Okay, what was uh, it? You used to be able to just like take home basically whatever you wanted. Um, as long as it okay, didn't like did. impact, um, you know, like, Correct. like you could borrow a camera on a weekend, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, but it, it yeah, just, I... as the company scaled, it was just impossible to keep doing properly. So we had to stop. Got untenable. But that was uh, the that one that I thought of. A perk. The one that I thought of was the, um, the free house cleaning once every two weeks. That didn't, no, that doesn't count. You're wrong. I disagree. Wrong. Oh yeah, that wasn't a fake news. That wasn't a perk. That was a a one-time thing that we got exactly one year of. 
Luke's correcting me right now. Yvonne corrected me over my shoulder. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, yeah. it was a one-time bonus. We have extended one-time bonuses in the past, but yes, we were under no obligation to extend this one. You guys are right. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, so my follow-up question, Luke, is what's the cadence at which we add new perks? For many years, I didn't really know about them because I wasn't in the LMG space and just nobody told me anything mm. um yeah, so when right. i rejoined i was like whoa there's all these things <laughs> so I, <laughs> so i don't really know i don't know what the cadence is but it, it must be decent because uh, <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that i came back to um yeah like 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 summer fun and and the and the um the quarterly things for for all the different departments so they can have little quarterly events and the like quarterly snacks and the snacks at work and all those things there's a lot of stuff yeah don't forget the grsp that, that one actually that costs thing, us a lot of money that i mean we do it about once a year sense. Uh, we do it at least once a year is what we kind of um have aimed for that's Just not to necessarily to better. say yeah that we can do that forever it all comes back to like i want to be a real company right so we try um, but it's not always going to be possible. And um, sometimes it's a one-shot thing. Sometimes it's ongoing. Um, and I don't want that to change. That's the point. Hey, WAN.DLL. Happy Canada Day. Sorry if asked before, is the translucent screwdriver going to be a product? Hopefully. I actually wasn't sure if he was frozen or not. I looked up and he hadn't moved at all. And I was like, oh, was slowly getting closer. Hi, yeah, I just yanked the LAN cable so I wouldn't have to address that. Top secret. <laughs> oh, there's too many backups. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> this is Luke's fault. Got him. Uh, hi, Linus. Uh, I likely going to be a boss next week for many people. And honestly, it scares me a little bit. I would like to ask you, sure. were you nervous about being a boss for other people? Oh man. Okay. Like once again, I think Luke can probably speak to this because he watched me do it. <laughs> yeah, I've been Did there I pretty ready, much sir? the whole time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sure. I, uh, there's different like levels of being a, a boss. Um, like originally my, my first form of a, boss employee interaction with Linus. I wasn't even technically an employee as a contractor, but whatever. Um, and when I had certain types of complaints, he would just be like, I don't know, nothing I can do about it. Um, which is sometimes true and that sucks. Um, but then I also transitioned with Linus into a position where, uh, he couldn't say that cause he was, he had, you know, full veto power control over the entire company cause he owned the whole thing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It seems fine the whole way, but I, I think I'm probably a, not the most normal person to be a boss of. <laughs> so I don't know what that you means. You a 100%. royal pain in the butt sometimes. <laughs> yeah. How often is it uh, these it. days? I can't, I don't imagine it's that much nowadays. You're pretty good these days. The yeah. worst you do these days is just not being where I expect to find you. And that's mm. half the time because I am not up to date on where you're supposed to be. Mm. And then the other half the time, it's just usually legacy stuff. Um, like what? What legacy stuff? 
Well, oh boy. Okay, so we're gonna do this. Okay. Yeah. So Luke it. has a reputation <laughs> that he has built over the years for being a little slow to get back to people. Yes. So people will complain, but a lot of the time, it's no slower than anyone else would have been these days, and it is too slow. But they're so frustrated because they have this history with Luke. Um, so I'd say that's the biggest complaint I ever hear about you, and it doesn't come up much anymore. It's, yeah, that's fair enough. It's like I've been asymptotic. It. There's still definitely uh, there's still definitely problems there, but I'm I'm working on it. It's been getting better. Yeah. I find yeah. I I have this thing where like when when stuff gets gets spicy when work's getting hard, um, I will tunnel in on the work. But due to my position, I actually can't really do that. You can't do it anymore, man. I have to I have to be communicative. So sometimes I I, I have to like. Yep remind myself like oh man i've been tunneled in on this for like two or three days this is really bad i need to like step back look at my various inboxes make sure that people are in the know about what's going on do all these different types of things and then when i try to step back into it i need, I need to not not 100 percent dive in because i need to let myself get taken out of flow extremely often because what my job more is is being the person that gets jammed out of flow all the time so that i can keep my team in flow and working on things and 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 cruising smoothly so yeah and it's getting better it's not perfect at all but it's getting better lld if you could take over one other youtube channel what channel would you take over also why isn't there a ltx water bottle it's a weird question because like if i like a channel a lot i might not want to take it over because i might just be yeah. happy with how they're doing it there was one that i wanted to buy at one point i wanted to buy killian experience because yeah. i just had this idea in my mind that we could be more than an mcn we could acquire channels and i was you know, i, I was kind of ahead of my time in terms of coming up with that idea but behind the times in terms of um having any money <laughs> Mm -hmm. And uh, he seems super cool. I haven't actually talked to him since then, which is like eight years ago or something like that. Love his content. Um, and I just, I knew that he wasn't putting a lot of time into the channel. And I was like, this seems like a win-win. We have sponsor sales infrastructure and you have great content that you are not monetizing to the greatest degree that you can. So you're, you're not full-time. I don't know if he's full-time now, but Killing Experience, I... Uh, I loved the videos that I came across and was just like, yeah, this seems like a, like an up and comer. And actually, I haven't I haven't crept his channel recently. I just looked. Um, he hasn't released anything in three months, but it looks like that's relatively normal for his channel. Oh, that's normal. Uh, yeah, and then and everything's a banger. Yeah, he's still doing good. All so good. Not yeah, still doing good. It used to be bigger bangers. Still doing pretty good though. Still solid. Yeah. Still solid. Yeah. yeah. Love the attitude. All right. As someone who is currently weaning myself off of Reddit due to recent controversies, is there yeah. any conflict either morally or financially with working with a subreddit? Not I that PCMR is the problem. I was trying to respond to this in text. I, I think it's like way too broad um, because they even address in the thing they're saying not that PCMR is a problem. Yeah. So working with PCMR is is fine. We think working with PCMR is fine. We might also think working with some other Reddit is not fine. Like it's Reddit is so broad. Also the people that are on Reddit 
is not the the problem that Reddit's currently yeah. having. It's the leadership. Pedro of Reddit. is not the problem. Yeah. So if you're working with a subreddit, well, you're not working with Reddit. So like. But you're indirectly supporting Reddit, but also why should they suffer? It's a maybe it's a PCMR quagmire. I, I know I understand that PCMR is effectively a subreddit, but PCMR isn't only necessarily a subreddit. Like PCMR it's could spread out. Yeah, but they they're not a hundred percent tied to that. I don't think supporting PCMR only supports Reddit. And if you're if you're talking about indirect support, you could say that about so many things. We're streaming on Twitch right now. Are we supporting? Uh, are we supporting Amazon? Amazon? Like, is that not much? <laughs> Amazon uses internet and power and stuff from some other companies. Are we supporting them? Like, where where does it end? Right? It's a it's a rough. It it is something that I do think people should consider, but you kind of need to frame that yourself. And clearly, we're okay with working with PCMR. So yeah. Yep. Linus, what's your realistic end goal for Linus Media Group? And how would it change if money was no object? Money is no object. Um, you know, we're at a point now where if we wanted to take on a minority investor, we could raise tens of millions of dollars and really add rocket fuel to the growth that we're experiencing right now. But that's not something we're going to do. That's not um, a goal that has been put on the incoming CEO's plate. Um, realistic end goal? You know, if you'd asked me this two years ago, I would have had no idea, but you're asking me now. And I was trying to shop, um, well not shop, but I was trying to research a product and uh, it was for an upcoming budget power supply roundup. That's right, power supply testers working. Uh, so it was for an upcoming power supply roundup and I was just trying to find a freaking product page. A product page with actual like MSRP pricing that is in stock, at an actual trusted retailer, not some marketplace nonsense. And it was really hard. Newegg and Amazon are just wastelands at this point. Microcenter, because of their brick and mortar nature, doesn't carry as much variety as I would like. I can't just lean on them as a, as a one-stop shop where I can get pricing information from everyone. It, it's frustrating. And so I would have said that Amazon had e-tail on lock three years ago, that no one will ever, ever be able to offer a value that would push people away from them. But I don't think that's true anymore. What if we went full circle? <laughs> what if the labs validated products and, you know, labstested.com or something was a computer and electronics retailer where we took no manufacturer information everything, every product is tested and validated and presented in a way that is, that is understandable and helps you, helps you shop instead of helping sponsored, you know, rando companies ship cheap crap to you, right? Like through drop shipping. I don't know. Full circle? <laughs> Time flat circle? <laughs> <laughs> Retail empire? I don't. I don't know. Maybe nothing's impossible. Exciting. Okay, Linus, as presented thus far, is an incredibly humble human being. While I curated this, yeah, obviously, while the resources <laughs> available, uh, doing good work takes a priority over maximizing profits. This employer style is rare. Uh, opinions. 
I don't think it used to be. Um, and, but I'm mean, obviously, you know, I wasn't there, but the march towards prioritizing corporate profits over people has been measurable, right? Like it's, um, I don't know. I have, I have really good people around me. I can't take the credit for it. I think that's the, um, that's the truth. Like between Yvonne and Luke and Nick, I'm not going to name everyone because I'm just going to name like ones that have been around for a long time and <laughs> make it kind of a mission to keep me in my place. Right. Um, I have a lot of help. I think that I think that when you live in a bubble where everyone tells you how incredible and humble you are, right? It's easy to believe it. And I think a lot of people fall for that trap. So I um I rely on honest people who know me, I think care about me and uh and care about our company and and the people that work under them and and you know real people, right? I I rely on them to um, you know, tell me if I'm doing something wrong and I have to give myself some credit for it, obviously. Like I don't fire people for being naysayers. Like that's obviously something I could have done years ago, but, um, <laughs> I can't take the credit. Obviously you need, you need help to stay grounded. Question for Luke. Today, Kotaku reported that Ubisoft is allegedly remaking Assassin's Creed Black Flag. What impact do you think this will have on Skull and Bones? Does this <laughs> excite you? Honestly, when I first read that, I immediately just assumed that it, uh, it was Skull and Bones because they've pivoted what they want Skull and Bones to be like a million times. Like, I, I, actually, they have fully changed design direction, I believe, this is off the top of my head, I might be wrong, more than five times. Um, Yikes. So, like... Keep and and honestly, when Skull and Bones was first announced, a bunch of people were like, oh, it's Black Flag 2, and they're like, no, it's not. Huh? And people were like, oh, wh why not? <laughs> right so like maybe they're finally just going like oh yeah maybe we should just do that uh but i, I don't know if you did say remake right so maybe they're just like remastering it um if that's the case like sure the only part of the game that i liked was being on the pirate ship and honestly in that zoomed out view of a pirate ship it's fine i don't actually need another one um mm. so like i don't know Sure. Four thousand. Uh, by the way, tie-dye backpack, uh, oh. not anytime soon. Sorry, I accidentally pushed that one to stream and I meant to reply to it in text. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Up next, what happened to the water-cooled RED 8K camera? Is it still in use? Uh, it is not. Uh, RED offered to convert it back to not water-cooled for us, and we said, hmm, that actually sounds pretty practical. <laughs> hey, dot DLL show. I work in a small company. We use bad software that wastes time and no one likes, but the boss keeps. What's the hardest thing you had to let go of to avoid the sunk cost fallacy? Ooh. Hangouts. No, uh. probably not. Hardest thing that we had to let go of. The inventory system? The, yeah. That's a pretty good one. We used to use this inventory system called Asset Manager, I think, and I think it was so. that's right. Fine. 
and snipe it is better. Yeah. And we can develop for snipe it. Whereas asset manager, as far as we could tell, not only were they not doing anything with our requests, they weren't developing it at all anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a painful transition. <laughs> we're still running into problems from that. Someone just said Colton. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh Crynux in Flowplane chat. Yikes. Very good. Very funny. Hi, LMG team. Been a watcher since the Langley house. What's the backstory of the Linus selfie pick? It's hilarious, but I've always wondered what it means in context. What? what why? Oh, man. Uh, if you just go to know your meme, I think they've got the link to the original tweet. And that is actually it. That was the whole thing. I was working on a phone review and I was looking at the selfie camera and I noticed that the camera distorts toward the edge of the frame. And I was like, hee hee, this looks kind of silly. That tweet has only, only uh, oh, this, this, wow, this is really obnoxious. It's very annoying. This. The uh, Know Your Meme says it, ha it got go. over 150 okay. retweets and 1,700 likes in two months. Okay, it has like 7,000 likes now. But that was it. That wasn't getting engagement anymore at that point. It wasn't even a viral tweet. It was just a picture that went viral completely independent of my own social media following. That's it. That's the whole story. People just thought it was funny. I work quality assurance at a plastic injection molding company. What sort of QA work went into the screwdriver design? Is it just fit, form, and function, or did you do detailed dimensional inspection? GD&T tools used. What a fantastic question for our engineers <clears throat> who would be able to answer that for you. I do not know the answer to that. I'm very sorry. Um, yeah. Even if we didn't do it, I would have to imagine that Innovative Tool and Die did some stuff because they're super experienced, a super experienced mold maker, and they're not cheap, but... Um, knows maybe not idll great show will the noctua screwdriver be a limited edition or will they berlin available forever will they be available forever um everything's limited edition nothing's available forever but we don't have any immediate plans to discontinue it linus and luke what are some parts of your job that you enjoy that people wouldn't usually think as of your job Oh, Wancho. Oh, wait, that people wouldn't think of as my job. Okay, that's my job. No, 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 that you enjoy. I enjoy Wancho. There's some parts of your job that wouldn't usually think of as your job. No, there's the, the your job part is. Parts of your job. I think people pretty much know what my job is, right? Yeah. Hmm. Whatever, I enjoy Wancho. There. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, script review, maybe. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, know. No, I don't enjoy that. I, I, I like when we do um, like creative days and hackathons and, and things like that, because I, I like seeing um, developers take creativity into their own hands and then run with it and make something. I find that to be very cool. Hey, DLL, I'm currently in the process of purchasing my first home. Linus, what's something you've learned in your years as a homeowner? that you wish you knew sooner or think everyone should know? Oh, preventative maintenance, man. Do it. Just do it. It's worth it. 
Um, and even then stuff will happen. And, uh, if it wasn't for rent costs being out of control because of, well, variety of factors, whether it's, um, career landlords or corporate landlords or Airbnbs pushing out what should be, you know, purchasable or rental units. Um, even if it was, if it wasn't for all of that, I'd say renting is a pretty sick option, but these days it's, um, it's a pretty diseased Rife option. With so abuse. Yeah. It's tough. When deciding what parts of your life to make content out of, is there any time where you wanted to make a video, but decided to keep it private? I find myself trying to live in the moment cameraless. Um, our corporate Christmas party, especially the first one, I think that the self-serving way to handle the bonus that we did for everyone was to make a video about it, to try to earn back some of the money we spent and, you know, get some community positivity from, you know, treating our staff well, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, but we made the decision at that one and we've never gone back on it that the Christmas party is a time for people to not work. Um, Yvonne and I get help, but we do, particularly Yvonne, um, the vast majority of the like planning and day-to-day and -day running of it. Um, the help we've gotten, I don't want to, oh, I, I want to shout out the people who helped us, like Special Agent Janice helped us out with the last one. Um, Starf, um, Colton, Zesso helped us out with the last one, but neither of them were staff. So we, we want we want it to be as much of a surprise and as much of a, a special non-monetizable experience for the staff as possible. And we don't want anyone to worry about anything that they because we do silly stuff, right? Like we play wedding games and stuff like that. Um, and I don't want anybody to be worried about it going up in a video, right? Like I want people to be able to really cut loose. So uh, the, the Christmas show also has a special carve out for our no drinking at work events policy. It's just the one night of the year that's like, you don't have to come, but you better be there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how often should you replace hard drives on a PC? Are they a dead technology? Oh, no, they're not dead. As for how often to replace them, I mean, that really depends on how well protected they are. Like if you've got them in a raid with a second copy somewhere, I'd say replace them when they die. If you've got one hard drive, man, I don't even know what the right answer to this is. I'd say at the end of warranty, you're probably getting to the point where it'll start to, it's, it's life expectation, life expectancy is going to start to fall over, fall down oh man i'm so tired you can, um, you can check for bad sectors and stuff too i like linus's yeah. answer of like it should it should ideally not be the only thing you're relying on that one drive shouldn't be the only thing you're relying on so if it if yeah. it dies it should just be a replace it moment but if it yeah. is for some reason and you are worried about it it's a pretty sketchy spot to be in i would check bad sectors every now and then but I, i've had certain drives last for man forever years. basically yeah and then i've had other drives that that conk really quickly so i i putting a date on it would yeah. be hard that'd be tough one thing i'll tell you for sure is that before i transferred everything over to my next one drive that's going to hold everything i would um run that other drive for like a while yeah. like a month yeah make sure you didn't get a lemon do you want to do this last one? Sure. Linus, and it? uh, it's uh, an incoming. Uh, Linus and creative team, do you have a process or go to habit to disappeared? 
I think everyone's a little bit different when they're experiencing a creative block or a rut. Like I know some of the writers like to go out into the lab and um, work on the couches. Um, I like to go for a walk in the warehouse and just look at tech and see if I get inspired. I'll look at the incoming items and I'll see if anything just kind of like sparks something in me. Um, I think everyone kind of has their own processes, but maybe that is something that we should do more coaching on. It's a good, uh, it's a really good, uh, really good idea. You know what else is a good idea? Calling it for tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye.